you don't listen to Steezy's Trap House, you suck. That was like almost two years ago, bro. Almost two years, almost. dog. Shit's crazy that to think about. That song has been in the tuck. That might be the oldest song on the album, I think. Word, true that. Yeah, I think it is. And you had your child with us? That was, yo. For- yeah, man. I brought my whole baby over here. <laughs> His whole ass baby. And this man. was, and also people at home, this is the first time Blue and I had met. Because yeah. originally it was supposed to just be Metal and myself. And Metal was like, yo, my homie wants to come through too. Is it cool if I can bring him? He raps and shit. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. So Blue comes through. He's got his baby with him. And I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> little man's is chilling. And then Blue shut it down on the mic, which I was not expecting at all. I mean, I was expecting you to shut it down somewhat. But then he shut it down to a degree that I was like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> shit. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing it, shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy Podcast Top Boy. And it is show motherfucker number 297. You already know what it is. It is working out, weirdly enough. Like, actually, I don't know if it's going to work out right to the day. Wait, 298, 299? I think we're going to be 299 on the 300th episode. So the 300th episode will either be like right after the four-year anniversary or actually on the the weekend of the four-year anniversary it might happen interesting enough funny how these things happen it's crazy almost 300 episodes later that shit is wild to think about this is your boy steezy it is show motherfucking number 297 and it is a beautiful day in orlando that i have not gone outside to enjoy whatsoever been inside hiding and not doing shit but watching soccer all day. Absolutely vegetating my ass off because I had to shoot a little promo video for the Trap House four-year party coming up January 31st. Feel free to be ready to come to that. Stonewall Bar, Orlando, right next to Orlando City Stadium. January 31st. It's a Friday night. Be ready. Be prepared. Anyways, of course, you know I can't be doing the Trap House without... An esteemed special guest. First time in the trap house. We've got the good homie. We've got Ariel Hernandez representing the motherfucking Penny Brave. Hello, guys. Hello, hello. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. For, thank you for bringing the farmhouse, might I say. Yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Salud. I up earlier today. Salud. Yes. Cheers. Yes. It was a, it was a very... What was, the, uh, what was the name of that farmhouse again that we're drinking? Jester King. Farmhouse Beer. Nice. What brewery? Brewed and bottled in Austin, Texas. What's the brewery? Farmhouse. Let's see. Jester King Brewery. Oh, Jester King is the yeah. brewery. Gotcha. Word. Batch number one. Batch number one. Batch number one. Damn. Damn. Says, yeah. All right, all right. The tale Shit. of a serial killer. We oh, yeah. I read that earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the most punny thing I've read in quite some time. Uh, please go ahead. Shout out your content, social media, where everybody can find things related to Penny Brave and all of the good stuff. Yes, they sir. Need to know. So Penny Brave, pretty much all, all around. 
Instagram, Penny Brave. Facebook, Penny Brave, although I don't really use Facebook that much right now. And uh, PennyBrave.com. Yeah, like, get in there. Get in the mic. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. Eat it. Don't eat it, not really. <laughs> Anyways, yes, you can follow us on social media. Twitter at Steezy Travels, Instagram at STH Show. Facebook, like the page, join the Facebook group. It's called STH Show, all that good shit. You can also download, subscribe to the show, as always, for free. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, on our shitty-ass website, any of those places, you can always listen and download the show for free. You can also use our Amazon link, which we were just discussing <laughs> we were, right, we were, right for the show. I want to know, learn, wanna know more, more about this. Yeah, so the Amazon link, you people at home, you can uh, go ahead and click on that. It's located underneath any of the podcast posts on the website, steeziestraphouse.com. And anytime you use that link to buy shit off Amazon, they kick us some money back from your purchase. Doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. So feel free to just do that. Like, why not? You're already buying shit on Amazon. Just fucking do it, you know? What I don't understand is, I try to tell people all the time, it's like, you just got to use your bookmarks, man. Like, I know you're using bookmarks for other shit. Use your bookmarks for this. Bookmark that Amazon link on your browser Click in anytime you go to Amazon. Boom. Good to go. Done, son. You're d- you're already supporting and you're not even thinking about it. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest. I heard you say this during another podcast. Uh-huh. And while you were saying it, I thought to myself, damn, he's, he's fucking right. <laughs> it's so easy to do this. <laughs> I'm saying. And I'm constantly shopping on bot- on, on Amazon. I'm, t- I'm saying. This is this is a thing that Help can help me out. Yes. It takes nothing. Yes. Please do. Please do. Just hit that bookmark. Hit that bookmark in that motherfucker. You can also use our represent site, which I never check whatsoever. But use our represent site if you want to buy yourself a t-shirt made from a shitty third-party website. Represent.com slash store slash STH show. And last but not least, you can also email the show if you have any questions for us to answer for you on the podcast. It's steeziestraphouse at gmail.com. And if you want a free sticker, feel free to email me that as well. Or DM me, whatever. Just send me your address, and I will send you one free sticker. That reminds me, I had to send out stickers tomorrow in the morning. So people that are waiting for stickers, I got you Monday morning. They're going to be out. Yes. (sighs) Plugs done. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's clean. It was perfect. Thank you. That that actually felt pretty good. It's it's been a while since I've hit it that strongly. (laughs) Now, uh, what questions did you have about the Amazon thing, though? How do so, I shop on Amazon. Uh-huh. Bookmark Steve's Trap House. Yes. And that's it. And you get money off of it. Yeah, well, you would just bookmark that link off like... So, if you go to Steezy's Trap House website and then you click the link, it just brings you right to Amazon, but it's already like on the actual the actual link or whatever because if you if you look in the browser it won't just say like amazon.com it'll say like amazon.com backslash a bunch of shit and then you'll like see cz's trap house in there somewhere in the the longer ass url because that it'll actually be like in the in the affiliates link that's what it's called it's like amazon affiliates yeah so how'd how'd you find out about this how'd you get into this just from listening to other podcasts before i started Mm -hmm. podcasting because at the time it was like a like a pretty well-known thing in podcasting i guess at least at that time because you could really only get money for 
advertisers pretty yeah. much sponsors and that was a simpler way to kind of besides using like third party websites like represent or what was that other one there's this other one um shit i can't remember but besides like using third party uh merch websites like that those are the only ways really unless you're making your own shit that podcast could make any money <laughs> so the amazon thing was a big thing because it's just it just makes so much sense i mean yeah everybody uses it anyways all the time i use amazon all the all fucking the time, time. <laughs> yeah it's like such a constant part of my life you know how many times i've canceled my amazon subscription and then got it back how many it's been a few times why what has amazon done to you sometimes it's like 13 dollars a month <laughs> 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 but then as christmas comes boom shopping that's true I see True. something random on social media. I'm like, I kind of want to buy this. Let me see how much it costs on Amazon. Wait, I didn't even realize. I guess when it adds up is $13 a month. Because I do the yearly thing. And that's where oh, they, they pay for it up, sh- up front. That's how they get you. That is how but they you get, get a you. Discount. That is how they get you. You get a discount, <laughs> but I always forget. So like, even if I wanted to stop the subscription on the next Never. one, I, I always forget. I just see it on my bank statement. And I'm like, oh, shit. God damn it. Do you ever see those ads that pop up talking about, do you know how much, how many ads, how many uh, subscriptions you're paying for? You probably don't even know. Oh, man. I can think of one right now that I know about for sure that I'm paying for that I'm not using. What is it? It's Ring. Like the Ring devices. The doorbell? The, yeah. Do you, do you have one of those? I have one, but it's not working currently. The camera works fine. Hey, Ring, you hear this? The ca- the oh, needs a new sa- Sadly, it's not on Ring, and they they established this too through an hour long phone call I had with them and their affiliates, their customer service people. God damn it! So it's the problem was I guess with my actual Wi-Fi router mm-hmm. because unlike being every other regular person who just uses the the router that the internet company gives you, I had to go buy my own because I wanted to be fancy, have a nice one, and is it all- faster? It's faster, yeah, but now I can't use the camera. <laughs> so, like, some, like, random... Basically, they established that some random firewall, I guess, has been set up on the router where I cannot, like, utilize things like that. I bought a... Actually, it's funny that we're talking about this. I bought a smart bulb, like, one of those, like, LED Wi-Fi smart bulbs. I don't know if you've seen those. Can't say I have. So, there's these light bulbs, basically, Explain. that... You can, like, Bluetooth them, pretty much. Light bulbs. Yes, light bulbs. <laughs> you can Bluetooth them. You just you have to download this stupid-ass app. So what, you just turn on the lights from your phone? Yeah, you can. Well, kind of, yes. Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, you can, technically. So instead of just doing Cause if click, I, click. Yeah, I guess because if the light switch is off, yeah, there's in the app, there's a, there's a thing where it says on and off. So I guess, yeah, technically. You just leave the light switch on all the time. But then you're wasting power, like, it's... Because it's on all the time. Anyways. But, yeah, so, like, these light bulbs, like, have, like, millions of colors in them and shit. So you can change them to, like, all different colors. When you start having your parties. Yes. handy for your techno parties. Yes. <laughs> now you're understanding. I'm understanding. I'm with you now. Now you got it. Yes. That was yeah, that was last night with the fog machine, too. <laughs> okay, was this... This was before you told me you went to Iron Cow. Yes, this is before Iron Cow. This Fog is in machine here? Yes. Party. Strobe Fog light. machine. Iron Cow. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. So party lights, strobe lights, fog machine, then Iron Cow. 
Yes. And now we're here. Yes, now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. It was funny because it's like in this back room over here and it just... It tra- it's funny how a tiny empty back room will transform when <laughs> you put when you put a fog machine, a party light, and a strobe light in there. And all of a sudden you're like, huh, kind of could be like a party room. All right. <laughs> okay, so that's why that room is completely empty. Yes. Besides the air mattress. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Te- a party room. It's a guest room, but as of last night, it could potentially be transformed into a party room now. We need to get a sign for that room. I was thinking party room. Honestly, when we were doing this last <laughs> night, because I brought my sound bar in there and we were just going in, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I could be doing this by myself <laughs> all the time in here. Like, I don't even care. Like, I'll just like just by yourself. Yeah, just set just your own mood. Have the fog machine going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny to think too, because we had the door closed in there while the fog machine was going, and then I'd go out to go grab something. And I'm just thinking that the fog is all going to stay in that room. Like, no, no. The fog was everywhere in the fucking house, man. Absolutely everywhere. It's not it like a little haunted house. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, so my friend, where, right. you, where are you from originally? All right. That's where we start. Where was I born? I was born in Puerto Rico. Represent. Represent. Um, where specifically? I was born in Rio Piedra. Ha my family's from Catania and Levitown. Word. So that's a origin of my family. Technically, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Chinese. Don't know too much about the Asian side of my family. Word. Um, but it's there. And I, you know, now as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize how important it is to, you know, own who you are. Yeah, definitely. Um, but as, as a kid, moved around a lot. I think as a baby, we moved to New York. Then we lived in Virginia. I just remember a few pictures of Virginia, which is kind of weird. Um, Wait, so did you grow up speaking English and Spanish or just English or just Spanish? I'll be honest. I can't remember. Word. Interesting. So my mom basically only speaks Spanish. She's probably spent more of her life in the States, like in Florida, than she has in Puerto Rico because she moved away when she was about maybe 20 but she still can't speak English that well. Damn. <laughs> it happens like that for some people. Yeah, though. but I think I spoke to her in English so that way she would learn. She spoke to me in Spanish, so I would learn Spanish. So I understand it. I can read it. I can kind of talk it. Have a conversation. Kinda, yeah. That's can, that's I where can, I am. I'm I, right there with you. I can defend myself. That's yeah. <laughs> I can defend myself incredibly poorly. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we grew up in Florida as a kid in Sebring, Florida, which is in the middle of nowhere, about a, an hour and a half away from here. I was going to say, yeah, I have Highlands no idea County. where that is. You don't want to know. <laughs> Why is we that? Have, we have one Walmart, a mall, maybe like one movie theater. I was going to say, you, you have to think about it. It's <laughs> you see how I said Walmart first? Yeah. Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you know, when you know that the Walmart is the place to go do shit at. Yeah, Walmart was it. That's um, like that's like a real thing, though, in, like, small-ass towns. People get dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> they go there ready. Uh, yeah. You gotta do your hair, you gotta pick the outfit. Yo, it's funny <laughs> because it's actually very true. <laughs> it actually is true to a to a degree. Like, I remember hearing mad people back in Pensacola, where I'm from, like, people would be like, yo, like... Gonna be heading out to Walmart and shit. We gotta go fuck around at Walmart Friday night. You coming? And I'm like, dog, what? <laughs> Just walk around. All right. So when you walk in, 
do you have like a go to? Do you have a plan when you walk into Walmart? Like what you're gonna go, but the things you want to see, like you have to go to the electronic section. Okay, so the food section. So if we're being completely honest, I have in my in my current state of life, I do not go to Walmart very often. <laughs> I try to refrain from going to Walmart as fa- as much as possible. So if I'm going to Walmart. I'm not doing any sightseeing anymore. I, uh, those days are are past me. I uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going in. I'm getting my item and I'm getting the fuck out as fast as possible. Because I've realized, as opposed to when I was a kid going in Walmart, you don't think about it. Being an adult going in Walmart, it's a goddamn shit show the entire time. It's a definitely it's an adventure. For Savagery sure. happening. But okay. I'm a Target consumer and Trader Joe's person now, for sure. Boom. Target's right, right, right here in so- Soho. Yes. Wait, so Soto. <laughs> yes. I feel you. I've and got, I've my, got my Target right up the street right here on uh, next to, like, goddamn Fashion Square. Yes. Have you been to the one in Soto, though? No, For I y'all haven't. that know, they have an under, like, a garage that's covered so you don't get wet when it pours. Oh, that's nice. That's why I love going there. That's like the Publix downtown. <laughs> The Publix downtown has got like a garage in there. It does. Usually, we pe- most people just park there to go across the street. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> also, very true. You wa- you park, you walk into Publix, walk around, so that way they think you're shopping. Maybe you buy a bag of chips. Okay, well, since you've been in this Publix parking <laughs> lot, then is the Target underground parking lot as tight as the Publix parking lot? Because no. that one is like impossible to ma- to maneuver around in. I constantly I have a fear of car accidents, of my oh, car really? being hit. It's just a a constant fear. Like that impact, like that collision. It's a legitimate fear. Me. Legitimate so fear. Every time I'm in that garage, I just feel like I'm gonna get hit. The Something Publix one. Have it. Yes, dude, it's so bad in there. Like, I there's no reason to go in there. Like, and they don't want to fix it. They don't care. They know. That's why I avoid that. I avoid <laughs> going to that Publix because because of that. Is the Target underground parking lot more spacious than the a Publix one? A little bit. One? Usually, I go to the third floor because no one parks on the third floor. Everybody wants to park on the second floor. Word. So interesting. Yeah. Nice yeah. little view from up there. You see all of downtown. See, here's my problem, though. My target is literally right up the street, though. Sure, it's right that's, across. that's the thing where I'm having a problem here with. I'm a two-minute drive away from my target. Whenever you want to have an adventure, I'm just saying. All right, fair enough. Target I, plug. I will say I have not made the jump to Trader Joe's, though. Oh, I love Trader Joe's. What is it about Trader Joe's that I'm missing? They make everything so easy for me. Like, how so? They don't have m- many options, but for some reason, the way they've branded themselves, you just feel like anything you get is good for you. Okay, word. Like, just picking up a pre-made lasagna that has, like, corn, I don't know, whatever it is, a squash lasagna, you just feel like, oh, this has to be good. It has to be healthy. I don't even know what squash is, but I'm this is going to be it. good. I'm getting this. This is a Thanksgiving dinner right here. Oh, shit. I was going to say, what about that... Um. The uh, what is that like super popular thing that happens at Trader Joe's? It's like the snickerdoodle butter shit or whatever. Like I'm thinking of something. It's like some cinnamon butter or some shit. I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm getting this totally wrong. Maybe it's some sweet confectionery shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's I don't know. It's like a peanut butter type thing almost, but it's not peanut butter. Bro, you got me. There's mad people that are listening to this right now that they know, know like, that know what I'm talking. You don't know what you're talking they're about. They're fucking screaming <laughs> they're so at the radio. An- they're so yes. angry. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna learn about this. I promise. God damn it! I wish I remember because they this always thing was. get me with 
with like when they have seasonal like cookies. Yes. <laughs> That's my shit right there. Any cookies really. I mean Anytime they have the samples, they always get me with the samples and end up buying it, but I never make it for some reason. Then it goes bad. I fucked up last night. I was at pom poms and Ooh. I was gonna Yeah, I know. And I was I was very, very toasty at the time too. It's like three thirty in the morning. And I was gonna get this pear bar that they had there. Like a like a confectionery, you know, mm-hmm. if you will. I was gonna get a pear bar and she was like, Oh yeah, I'll put like I'll drizzle like hot caramel and put whipped cream over it too. And I saw these like coconut chocolate chip cookies. I was like, No, not even gonna do that. I was like, Give me the cookie. <laughs> definitely should have went for the pear bar looking back like definitely should have went for the pear bar have you ever had their uh what's that uh, thanksgiving the sandwich? mama ling lings what yes yes indeed <laughs> they kill it it's a thing oh so you eat meat then i take it yes but okay since november 5th uh-huh i've been trying out the vegetarian okay lifestyle, word. and i can honestly say it's been pretty tight it is good I eat vegetarian food all the time. I eat vegan. So food it's all been the good. Time. So I've enjoyed it. So it's definitely a process, but it's uh, I'm so trying to. Are you eating vegetarian strictly right now, or yeah. okay, word? Yeah, yeah. Oh, since November fifth, you haven't yeah. eaten any meat. Mm-mm. Damn. All right, yeah. I see. Yo, I had to go through Thanksgiving, <laughs> the Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is a hard one. New Year's, all these parties. So you've missed like three events three with lots of pernil. Yeah. <laughs> like just But weirdly enough, I haven't felt like any type of way about it. I have like no desire. Don't know why. It's almost like I feel like it's almost like if you have to stop smoking weed, you've been smoking weed for a long time. Like those first two to three days kind of suck a little bit. And then after that, you're just like, yeah, just yeah. regular life again. You just keep going. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, OK, cool. This is just life without weed. Great. Yeah. <laughs> My wife fucking hates it. She hates it, but she supports it, which which I love. The not eating meat? Yeah, the not eating meat. Because I've talked about it for a long time, and but I just never did it because, one, I, at the time I just didn't really honestly want to do it, but it's really hard to figure out, like, how to cook dinner at home when one, like, if it's just one person that's not veg- that isn't, that's just is vegetarian. Yes. And the other person is it. So we've been trying out, like, the Beyond Meat and vegetarian food at home. How do you feel about Beyond Meat? I like it. Well, okay, so like the burgers, I love. We have them at the Colombian spot, Super uh-huh. Rico. Fire. Which, by the way, also, if you've never been to Super Rico, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Seriously, what are you doing with your life? Oh, my God, this place is so good. It's crazy. <sighs> you know what hurts me? So many. Well, before we get right back to the Beyond Meat thing real fast, every time I'm doing a podcast on a Sunday, which is usually when I do podcast i'm like man i want to get me some super rico after this every time i finish the podcast <laughs> it's not wait are they even open on sundays though yo they just new hours for the new year they're open till 8 12 to 8 on sundays yes oh my god i'm going to super rico today go ahead treat yourself <sighs> don't hate yourself oh my Love god yourself. go eat at super rico you have no idea how no much idea. that you just like made my day <laughs> because this has happened so many times because usually the podcast is at like two o'clock or three o'clock, so I get out at four or five, and I think they'd close at like what four? Or yeah, something they were like closing that. at five. Yeah, so it's like every time I'd be finishing up, it would either be like around four thirty or five o'clock, so they'd already be closed, and I'm just like, God damn it, man! So this is 2020, baby. Dude, 2020, <laughs> looking up, looking up out here. That's what I'm talking about. Going strong out here. Yes. Right, anyway, the hell, were we talking about? We were talking about <laughs> the Beyond Meat burgers and how they have them there as well. Yeah. Um, I like the burgers. 
I tried, had the Dunkin' Donuts, has the Beyond Sausage now. There's a Beyond Sausage? Yeah, Beyond Sausage muffin. Kay. Egg and cheese muffin. Interesting. I get in the morning before work. It's all right. All right? Uh, I'll be honest, <laughs> it sucks. But there's like nothing else that like, so I love routines. And I love like just easy shit. Like it's just convenient. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I love convenience. So I literally, I leave my house. There's the Dunkin' Donuts right there. It takes me 10 minutes to get my my muffin, and I'm off to work. I'm, I'm set. I'm good. I know what to expect. Okay, see, I totally understand this, and I'm about to I'm about to be supportive and hypocritical at the same time. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this, because I will be the first person to talk shit on anybody going to eat a Dunkin' Donuts. But I cannot get out of the exact same routine with, like, the Sizzlies at Wawa. The fucking, like... Dude, it's, they're potentially worse. Like, they're probably worse than the things at Dunkin' Donuts. But they're so good, I'm not gonna... Wawa's my shit. God damn it, man. Like, so... And honestly, this is... this is A lot of people are gonna laugh at this one, too. I have never even gotten, like, the actual food, like, made at Wawa. Wait, what? I've only picked up, like, the Sizzlies or whatever. So, like, when you go to the... The checkout line, like all the little things that are there in the warming thing. <laughs> You're telling me you've never eaten from Wawa from like their full. Yeah, menu? I've never like ordered. I never ordered from the menu. Jeez. Yeah, come on, 2020. This is, <laughs> this is a this is a thing we have to do in 2020. This is on the bucket list for sure. Oh man, I know. I gotta do this. Apparently, I gotta do this. I remember the first time I went to a Wawa was like in 2008, 2007. Oh maybe. wow, you were way ahead of the game. God damn. No, I had to be like 2007 for sure. Jesus. And I went to go visit my dad in Philly. This makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So we went to Philly and my dad's like, I'm going to take you to the most amazing place. <laughs> it's a place called Wawa. I'm like, Wawa? What? Yeah. It's like so Walmart it at Sebring. Yeah. I thought it was, a, I'm like, is it a bus? You know, Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> for some Wawa. reason, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like, oh, oh Wawa. Shit. Let's go to Wawa. Walk them. Like, what is this? It's like a gas station convenience store. You can get food. The food's amazing. I'm like, all right, let's, let's do it. And yeah. I thought at that time it changed my life. For some reason, I have no idea why, but this was this was it. Wawa couldn't Wawa. get it in Florida yet. Man, when Wawa came to Florida, they shit on the game. Shit Remember on the game. Remember how long those lines were? Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Every single one too. And because they have free, you can put free air in your tire. <laughs> free air in your tires. The free water also from the freestyle machine. Did you know this? What? I'm putting you on right now, son. You can walk in that bitch with a 44 ounce. You get the 44 ounce cup. You can get the biggest one and you can fill it up with water and ice and just walk out that bitch without talking to anybody. I do feel like every time I go into Wawa, I can just literally walk in, grab my stuff and just walk out. And not- yeah, that's <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> thought about that one, too. How like- many times I've gone to get I get I'll get coffee there. And I'm like, yo, does anybody care if I just walk out right yeah, now? Yeah, for real. Coffee? For real. Like, But you respect Wawa. And you yeah. go you go to the line, you pay your two ninety five or whatever it is. Yeah, because they, they give you your free air and your free water. You know, sure. you have to, you got to pay your dues. <laughs> I will say one of the, uh, one of the gnarliest things though I've seen recently, like in the past few months was actually at a Wawa. And it goes to show you like, there's like a grace period when the Wawa first opens, when it has its grand opening. It's like bright and new 
and everybody loves it. Uh, the uniforms are crispy clean. Yes. What? And then after a few months, it starts getting a little seedier. It's like looking a little crusty. <laughs> then after a year, it's uh, it's uh, you know, the the air machine doesn't work anymore. Wow. <laughs> All kinds Man, of shit. I wish you guys could see my face because this is the that is the realest. Yo, he just said. That's the realest shit. That when you see that the air machine doesn't work anymore, you're like, okay, this is this not the Wawa to go this to. This is not the Wawa to go to. <laughs> nope. This, this is not the one. <laughs> so I saw, I'm calling them out too, by name. The Wawa in 1792, or excuse, excuse me, on 1792 in Longwood. It's like right next to Ronald Reagan Parkway. Sorry, Wawa. Y'all got to step your game up. I was there on site because there's a construction site there I was working on at the time. Seven in the morning, getting my water. I pull up, and uh, one of my favorite things to do for my story is to take videos or pictures of people sleeping in public. It's just like a, it's just an ongoing thing that I have going on, you know. So I pull up in my parking spot. I look to my left, and there's a lady sleeping in the car in the passenger seat next to me. And I'm like, "Oh, booyah! I got one!" Bam! I pull out my phone, take a quick little snapshot. I'm like, "All right, cool, good to go." open my door to get out of the truck and I stand up and I look over to the left and I realize why she's passed out is because she has a fucking needle in her hand. Oh, sh- yes. Just like a left turn. Yes. Straight up syringe at seven in the morning. Please don't tell me this is the manager. No, it wasn't the manager. Oh. <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the manager. No. <laughs> but this is like, it's not like this is one of the parking spaces off to the side of the Wawa building. Like this is one of the parking spaces directly in front of the building at seven in the morning. So obviously I took another picture and I was just like, okay, wow, this is crazy. And then I went inside and I told somebody. I did tell somebody. But like that's when you know, like, Wawa, that is definitely not the Wawa to go to anymore. So it's it's from that level. It's from when the air machine doesn't work, try not to go to that Wawa. When you see junkies out front of the Wawa... That's two signs right there, guys. Definitely don't go to that Wawa anymore. Can you give them a Yelp review? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Do anyway. you get Yelp reviews? Wawas? No, you. Me? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I wonder if I could get Google reviews. That's an interesting thing to bring up. I'm not sure. I don't think about do that. do that for does, podcasts? Like, I know they comment. Does Penny like, Brave get Yelp reviews? I don't know. <laughs> they probably say like a lot of like shit like fuck this guy i was gonna <laughs> say the podcast the same thing yeah <laughs> it just sucks anytime i've asked somebody to go leave a review on the podcast store for this it's usually one of my friends just talking shit about me that's that's all it is do we i'm not gonna lie to the same it is I what it is them, but i love them so much and yeah. they know and that's oh, yeah. how i tell them i love you no, they, I need they to be nicer. Under, we Tw- all understand. 2020, all. I've been telling myself, I need to be nicer. I need to be kinder. I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to work on my deep breathing exercises. Tell we're on the same wave. Oh, man. It's that Puerto Rican blood. <laughs> when you do those breathing like exercises, do you ever feel like, oh, shit, when's the last time I like took a breath? Yes, dude, all the time. Yes, all the fucking time. God damn it. <sighs> I do it in my car when I'm on the way, like, I drive a lot, but it's honestly one of my favorite things to do is just drive and just get zoned out and lost. And that's when I started doing my breathing exercises. When you're in your car, are you listening to music? Are you listening to podcasts? What are you listening both. to? Both? Both. Usually, I do a mix of both. At the Yeah. 
I drive to St. Cloud a lot. So it usually takes about like 45 minutes. Word. Traffic time. Who? Fuck. Depending. Yeah, Yo. depending. So usually I'll start off like a podcast or interview. I always set my phone like right on the dash. I know. I'm sorry. sorry it's bad. <laughs> bad. I know. I know. But I set it on the on the dash. I'll watch. I don't know how the heck I'm driving and watching this, but it's happening. I'm, I'm not. I'm in tune with both. I know exactly where I'm at. <laughs> How far the car is in front of me. I can see everything around me, but I can still tell what's going on on this podcast. No fucks given. Or this movie or this whatever the hell I'm or doing. Or movie. There's Okay. Now yeah, there's I've seen a few movies. See, now there's a difference I got there. through the Irishman. <laughs> through the what? My God. That's a three-hour movie. I can't sit in one place and watch this. It has to come with me. <laughs> to be fair, that's a good point. Like It honestly took me like five or six tries to get through the whole thing. Exactly. Which is not... not five sp- different car drives. Not speaking <laughs> on how the movie itself was, because the movie is amazing. Movie's really fucking good. It's just like you know, that I'm, cast. I'm 29 years old, goddammit, it, and I I fall asleep early. So, needless to say, wasn't wasn't doing that. Yeah, man. But there is a difference between I have I've been guilty of you know maybe having the YouTube's up with a podcast, you know, like on my little car phone holder. But yeah. movie is a different thing. Like I picked up the habit because a few years I was living in Nashville for a few years. And I'd take trips back to Florida. Yep. That's 12 hours. Yeah. And you have to go through Atlanta. Anybody who knows Atlanta traffic at any given time understands, you know, you are stuck. For You're like done. Hours. You're done. You're done. It doesn't matter what time it is. And not even mentioning Atlanta, just mentioning Georgia as a whole. Driving through, driving Georgia, through Georgia is the worst shit ever. And you have to like be, you have to cops. You have everywhere. to go the speed limit. Yeah, man. Like you don't have a choice but to go to speed limit in Georgia. I'm tired of getting tickets. I'm so tired of getting tickets. It makes me sad to think about tickets because I've many I've gotten in my life. Is this the thing? It's this the thing. I haven't gotten one in a long time. So please. Oh my god. Knock on <laughs> yeah. Wood. I'll, knock, I'll knock on. I'm some tired wood. of my insurance going up. Geico, stop screwing me over. I know it's z- my fault. I've got zero wood around me right now, so I can't knock on any. I'm older now. I'm not a child. I'm grown. Please. <laughs> Please stop. Give me a better rate. Please I'm stop. Trying. No. Yeah. I feel that, though. Yeah, how's Nashville, though? You missed that hot chicken? Ooh, Hattie B's. What's up, princess? <laughs> What's up? I've actually never been to Hattie B's, but, you know. I think what gets them, yeah, the, the hot chicken, it's real. It's crazy. It's amazing. But their sides, that's where it's at. Really? Sides. A lot of, like, um... Nashville has a lot of, uh, I guess, like southern type foods like mashed yeah, potatoes, definitely biscuits, black eyed peas, shit like that. I haven't had, I haven't had much of that here in Orlando, unless you can suggest somewhere to go. It's kind of few and far between for like soul food like yeah. that. It's yeah, it's not really like. Can y'all suggest something? I will go. Yeah, big facts. Like, send me all the soul food spots too. I do know of this one food truck. I think she's still around. She operates more on the east side, though, like over by UCF mm-hmm. and Waterford area. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's called Mama's Fixins. Mama's Fixins. Ooh, buddy. Oh my God. We're we're talking like there's no there's no chance there's no choice for you to do anything but pass out after you eat this food <laughs> like you are not allowed to do anything it is mandatory to pass out bye bye good night yes. enjoy this food she Ooh. makes this amazing pineapple lemonade dog from scratch yes yo oh my god so good it's so good 
I'm just thinking about this shit right now. I was like, oh my god, Mama, come back to me, come back to me. We've talked about a lot of food. We have. We got. Yeah, we got Ooh, off the uh, the beyond. Thing. We were talking about the Beyond Meat thing. The, yeah, let's let's go back to that. The the concept of cooking for a uh, for one person that's vegetarian and one that is not. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, that's what we were talking getting, about originally. Yes, we're getting way better at it, which is cool. Uh, shout out to my wife Jerry. Love ya. Shouts out Jerry. Shouts out. Sorry, I'm a dick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> He's putting up with me for a long time. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, but yeah, I got some beyond like um, like I guess like ground beef for tacos. Uh-huh. It didn't come out too good. Okay, it's probably my fault. <laughs> but I tried to give it to them, my wife and my daughter, and uh, they weren't going for it. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay, so I haven't actually tried the beyond because like that's the actual brand, right? Yeah, it's beyond yeah, or yeah. whatever. So I haven't tried those. I did try these ones the other day, like these frozen ones that are like called Dr. Prager's, I mm-hmm. think. Trash. Absolute no trash. No bueno. Absolute trash. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. People at home, do not waste your time. I just I don't know what was going on in these in these items of food, but like there were inedible parts in these like things like that just tasted like straight cardboard and so i was like yo what is happening right now what is happening like what what are y'all doing to me right now i'd much rather just eat tofu honestly oh tofu i haven't had tofu in a while but i like um taco chinas they're thai peanut tofu tacos Ooh, yes yes indeed we're yes, going indeed. about food. <laughs> Just so you guys know, there's a food podcast. Um, yeah, buddy. Clothing, Penny Brave, clothing <laughs> brand, and food together, I guess. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. So, anyway, so moving back to originally what we were talking about yeah. before that, even. So, you're saying that you moved around a lot. Moved around a lot. Um, but I do consider Orlando home. Um, when did you get to Orlando? Let's see. We had moved from Sebring to... South Florida, Sunrise specifically. No one ever really knows Sunrise. They know. So usually you just say South Florida and they think it's Miami. Yeah. And then you say, no, Fort Lauderdale. Yep. And then people are like, oh, Fort Lauderdale? I'm like, no, technically Sunrise. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Because that's totally true, too. Like (laughs) all the people will say, like, oh, South Florida. They're like, oh, yeah, Miami. And they're like, "Mm, eh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, Fort Lauderdale. Lottie, Lottie. Sunrise. Uh, Davey. (laughs) (laughs) What's a West Pine Middle School? Well, where oddly enough, my wife went to the school at the same time I was there in eighth grade. Really? Never met each other. Y'all were in the same grade? The same gr- eighth grade. Sunrise had mutual friends, um, but never Damn. met each other. So y'all graduated like same high school year then, apparently, also. Pretty much. But we actually, I ended up moving to Orlando the end of eighth grade. My parents at the time had separated. Gotcha. So my mom sent me here to Orlando to live with my sister. My sister, my brother in law, her, she had two two daughters at the time and i lived with them on conway oh shit and this is the first i used to i remember visiting orlando from sebring and being like damn orlando's so cool like it's so big it's like city life it's like new york city here because <laughs> we'd always go to like disney we'd go to yep. um what was disney springs before with downtown disney yes yep and I remember the Virgin Record Store was my favorite place in the world. Damn. Take it back, right? I honestly, this is predating my time because I only moved to Orlando in 2009 because I was in Pensacola all the time yeah. before that. So I, this is, that's predating me. I didn't this even know there is, was a Virgin Record Store there. This is probably, let me see. 
the one time I remember going was fifth grade. I have no idea what year. Maybe 1990, something in the 90s. Damn. Um, like later 90s. And my sister let me skip school to go to to come to Orlando and go to the Virgin Records store to get to meet Britney Spears. <laughs> yes, what? guys. Britney Spears. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? This is when her first album came out. Hit Me Baby One More Time oh came out. Oh, my God. Dude, we're waiting in line. So Virgin Records store was like two stories at the time. And we're waiting outside. I was super nervous. And my sister was like, calm down. We bought a CD and a poster <laughs> so that way she could sign. My sister asked me during the line, what are you going to ask her? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to talk to her, you know? Tell her my name. Look, I'm looking good. I'm looking fresh. <laughs> Maybe she'll fall in love with me. <laughs> I'm in fifth grade, guys, okay? Oh, shit. We get there. I'm in front of her. I'm not saying shit. I am so quiet. My sister's like, are you going to say anything to her? Damn, she called you out in front of Britney? Right in front of Britney Spears, my oh, guy. Seriously. My God. And she's like, well, this is Ariel. He's really excited to meet you. She's like, hey. I'm like, hi. <laughs> she signs my CD, which I still have to this day. Damn. Okay, that's pretty sick, though. That's and, pretty fucking sick. And then my sister got the poster signed, which I, sadly, I don't have the poster anymore. When I got to seventh grade, I traded it for a Rough Riders medallion. Yep. Okay, see, I, <laughs> I, don't think you, I don't think you lost out there, though. You still got... See, because if you look at the details here, people at home, still has, still has the signed album yep and honestly that's that's much better than the signed poster i would say mm -hmm. in my opinion signed album definitely better than the signed poster and let's get to the real shit here rough riders medallion rough riders, i mean guys. Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so i what I, about that that is so crazy to me because okay so the person who had uh, like my brain is just like trying to figure this whole you're situation out. out. You're trying to figure out who the hell just traded you. Yes, like a Rough Riders medallion. Yes, and for what, a Britney Spears and that poster. Per, that person obviously had this Rough Riders medallion already before that, so they yes. were into Rough Riders. Like, yep. why? Why did they think okay. that it was advantageous to trade it for a Britney Spears poster? The craziest thing is this kid. I don't really remember too well, but. Anytime I think of this moment, I just picture him. I remember him being like this tall white kid, but was like emo, gothic, rockerish, but was loved hip hop. He wore Jinko jeans, which you know, you had Jinko yeah. jeans, you were the shit. You yeah. were the man. Late late nineties. Yeah. Spiked definitely. hair, yep. like dyed spiked hair, and wore wore like a lot of like independent shirts. Shit Word. like that, right? Word. But he had a Rough Riders medallion. <laughs> With the Cuban links, like silver chain. <laughs> Damn, that's that's fucking sick. Honestly, shouts to that guy, wherever he is. That's what I'm saying. And he, I think he had, I think he also had a No Limit Soldier one too. Wow. Okay, he's boss. I had one too. I had a No he's Limit Soldier <laughs> charm. It was silver with like at the time. I thought there were like emeralds, or, like green little emeralds or some shit. You know. You know what, yeah. You know what kind of makes me sad? I like didn't get into hip hop. During that No Limit era, I started getting into hip hop like 2001, 2002, because I was a young like. Who do you remember like your influences in the beginning? <clears throat> I, well, I can tell you the first real. I, it's kind of weird. It like because you know like when you try to think back that far, it just like everything kind of. Yeah, it's all like a blur. Yeah, exactly. 
I know that the first hip hop I was actually hearing, because mainly all my parents listened to was like salsa, merengue. That's pretty much it. Very Puerto Rican. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Or sports talk radio in my dad's car, or a little bit. My mom listened to like a little bit of psych rock. So she listened Whoa. like, yeah, she she listened to like the Beatles and the Police, shit like that. So that's cool. That was that was very dope. I love the fucking Police. That's my, whew, buddy, Sting, my boy. Um. Anyway, so wait, what was I talking about right before that? This is how it always goes. I just rant. Is this okay? Talk about shit. Yeah, like I, all right, cool. Because yeah, this is how my brain works. It's just very scattery. Yeah, this is how time, I, but this I'm cool with it. Let's just go. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is how I talk all the time. Yeah, we'll get to all the main points. Damn it, what was I talking about right before that? Music. How you got into hip hop? Oh yeah. Okay, so they had this like compilation CD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by all means, they had this compilation CD of it was like twelve songs. So some of the songs were, it was all like early 90s stuff. Some of the songs were actually good hip hop songs. And then the other ones were more like mainstream shit. It was like, it was like Is bust. Your parents that got you into this? Yeah, they had like, they just had like a bunch of CDs and they had this one CD that was like hip hop hits or something like that. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Okay. It was some shit like that. Paint this picture. Dude, you know what you just said? Your parents had a hip hop mix CD. Yeah, yeah. They played in a boombox. No, no, what no, kind no. Of radio not, did they have? No, not in a boombox. This is in the car. It was just in the car. No. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> your parent. Okay, your parents bought a CD. Think about this. How I used. They bought a CD at the store. Yes. Hip hop. They picked hip hop mix CD. It's probably like the hits of whatever time frame it is. Yes. And they're playing in the C and they're jamming. When you're not in the car, dude, they know every single word and they're just. Going at it. I know. That's Living crazy. their best life before they go to work, before whatever the fuck's happening. It's crazy to think about. And they also, like, even, it's funny to think about, like, they definitely had, like, all of those Jock Jam CDs, too. Like, all of that shit. They had also the MTV Party To Go CDs. Wait, how old? Okay, do you know, do you remember how old they were at this time? This is, I mean, they had to be, like, 30. Because it was, like, early 90s. So, yeah, like, 30, because my dad was born in 60. Mom was 62. So I have this, like, now that I'm getting older, by the way, I'm turning 32, guys. I know. We out here. crazy. I'm excited, though. We out here. I made it this far. It's just wild. Big facts. But now that I'm getting to this age, I start constantly thinking, what am I? I was alive when my parents were this age. Were they like me at all? Is this the shit they had to go through? Is this the thoughts they had? That's interesting to think about. Because it's like now looking back that I'm 29, about to be 30 this year. And it's like now looking back, it's like, yeah, all I do is go to like raves and listen to crazy electronic music. And apparently that's what my parents were doing when they were 30 years old. Like just they're buying mix CDs, hip hop yes. CDs and playing them in the car with their kid here. Like, yo, we're yep. going to introduce you to good music. Yep. But here's the thing, though. That mix CD, it was like hit or miss. There was like there was there. there was songs like Bust a Move on there. And like, uh. And smooth. I'm, oh, and I'm you tormented had like, by the cha-cha slide. Oh, cha-cha slide is the fucking cha-cha horrible. The cha-cha slide, the Terrendous. Mambo number five. Yeah, that's bad. That's very bad. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice was on that CD too. But then you had songs like, you had songs on there like I Left My Wallet in El Segundo by Tribe. So oh, that's a good one. Exactly. So it's like it, it was mm. like half and half. There was like half good songs and half other songs. And I think the real dude that actually got me into hip-hop was Bow Wow. With that first CD, the Beware of Dog. Beware of 
See, we're gonna relate on a couple things we're here. We're relating too. on a lot. I literally p- played this. It was on my on my Instagram. I recorded for some reason the other night. It was me and my daughter at home, and I was like, "Bow Wow, I'm gonna play Bow Wow." <laughs> yes, I played that album. Yo, beware of dog talk, or beware of dog. Oh well, we have to. We got to stay correct though. This is this is not bow wow. This is little bow wow. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> not Shad Moss. Not any of this. Not any of this. This is little bow wow. Put some respect on that name. Like, Real shit. Come on. If you were telling me at that time, if you were alive, if you were around at that age. You're telling me you did not want to be like Lil Bow Wow. Dog. You are lying to me. Honestly, he was. That was when he had the most swag. Like he was. He had. He was spitting. He was spitting hard back then when he was a kid. He I was, was like, listening to that. Well, I thought. I don't know why. I thought it was more kid friendly. That shit is not kid. It's friendly not at kid all. friendly he's at talking all. About fucking. He's yeah, he's talking about fucking. About, he's talking about smoking he's weed. Talking about some serious. Shit. This is definitely Snoop. <laughs> had to be writing some of this shit. Yes, for sure. That one song with Snoop on it, like. They're talking all kind of shit on that song. They're talking about stuff there. Yes. And then I'm like, maybe Penny, um, I think I'm going to change this. Go back to, uh, what do you like? You like watching Descendants? All right, let's play some Descendants. (laughs) Damn, she listens to Descendants? Uh, No, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. I I was going to say. This is a different kind. This is like Descendants princesses on Disney Channel. Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, what? Although I was playing. Some minor threat and shit, huh? I was playing this band called La Dispute. I don't know this band. And it's I don't know what to call like the genre of the music, but it's like I guess like rock, punk. I I don't really know the genre of it, but I like the band and I was playing the album and she just got one of the songs played and she was really into it, which surprised me. And she was like, Hey, play that again. I'm like, what? She's like, play it again. I'm like, why? She's like, I like his voice. It sounds cool. Hey. And I'm like, all right. She learned the entire words to this song. Damn. But it's like super emo, like super dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, what does this song talk about? What does it mean? And I'm sorry. I'm like, all right. Uh, it's talking about like heartbreak. Like somebody that broke his, like a girl that broke his heart. And she's like, oh, wow, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old is she? She's turning seven. Seven. Damn, dude. Yo. That's crazy to think it's, about. It's weird. Becoming real. It's it's very very real. real person. It's very very real. Oof. I have to go see my nephew in a couple weeks in Maryland, actually. And uh, if my sister's listening right now, don't hate me because he's either turning nine or he's turning <laughs> ten. It's one of the two. Pretty sure he's turning ten. But it's like, dude, like I still have a picture in my living room of holding him when oh the the picture yes. I was looking at that picture I was wondering who that was yeah that's him I thought that, that was your kid that was her first kid and he's about to be 10 years old that shit is crazy to me do you remember holding him when he was a baby yeah i actually had the cuz that was on a separate occasion i actually had she used to live in Gainesville cuz she was going to UF at the time and I think I was up in Pensacola or something. This is when I was living in Orlando. But I was up visiting Pensacola or something like that or visiting New Orleans. And I drove back through to go back down to Orlando. And she had just had the baby. So I saw him the second day of his life on Earth. So I held him Aww. when he was two days old. Like, Do you ever try to hold him now and like 
<laughs> I don't think he'd be too hyped on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't it know. Doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. When you see him, just pick him up. You don't have a choice here, buddy. <laughs> oh, I remember you when you were big. He's like, oh, ten years old. Get off of me. I have a beard. No choice. No choice. Uh, well, since we're talking about all this music shit and, and hip hop yeah, yeah. and everything, oh, what? Oh, right before that, what I was gonna say. The other thing that we have kind of in common, because apparently you were you were big into the pop as well as a youngin. First CD I bought before Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow was the second CD I ever bought. First CD I ever bought. 98 Degrees. Not even a regular album. It's just a single? Their Christmas sampler. Four songs of Christmas songs sung by 98 Degrees. Oh, that deserves a round of applause. Um, thank you. Thank you. Got it from the Barnes & Noble. You know? You went to Barnes & Noble's. Hell yeah, you know. I looked at all the CDs. You went to the hip hop section. You yep. went you went wherever the hell you went. You went to the pop section and you saw 90 degrees Christmas, Christmas edition. Yeah, buddy. Whoa. Legendary. Wait, was it Christmas time frame? Was it Yeah, it, w- it definitely was. Yes. It's like this is this is a Christmas spirit. This Fits is the season. Yeah. Let's run it. I a good you still have that CD? No, I don't. And you want to know what's you want to know what's actually <laughs> funny about that? I think at the time, I think I thought I was buying the actual CD, and I didn't even <laughs> realize. Like, I didn't know apparently how to look at the back of a CD cover and see how many songs are on it or anything. It's oh, such oh, to be young and dumb again. Man, those artists changed our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But then it's like right after Lil Bow Wow. Then I started discovering like Public Enemy. Yeah. And shit like that's when exactly that's when like real music started happening for me. So for you, what type of music was in the household for you growing up? Growing up, it's very similar to yours. Um, my, like I said, my parents were from the from Puerto Rico. I was gonna say the island. <laughs> oh, you can say the island. It's, it's, <laughs> I say it here all the time. Because like, every time I, I move, my bad. Side story, real quick. When I moved back from Nashville to Orlando, I was working in Kissimmee. And y'all from Kissimmee understand this. And it's the truth. That's basically the island. <laughs> it's the island. And they that's what they call it. It's like, yeah, so from La Isla. I'm from yep, the island. Exactly. Like, and I loved it. I loved it. That's how they were expressed. Like, it oh, was yeah. kind of like they were so proud of where oh, they're yeah. from. And I loved that so much. Also, real shit. I didn't know how, how many Puerto Ricans were in Kissimmee until like a few years ago when I started working out there. And I went into a Publix, and Salsa was playing over the radio in Publix. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Where am I? What's that? You ever been to, um, is it Sabod, the grocery store? Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you can get your nails done in there. Yep. You can get chains. <laughs> yep. You can do your taxes. Everything. You can get food. Bruh. You can get everything. My mom was here a few months ago, and she asked me to go there to go get her some, like, um, she does, um... She does pasteles during the holidays. Ooh. She's always been on the grind, always hustling. And so she's like, I need some papers. And she's like, you can't get them in Sebring because she lives in Sebring. Gotcha. She's like, I can't get them over there. Obviously, Sebring's a country. So you're not going to get that there. Yep. And so I'm like, all right, I'll go. I haven't been there forever. I walk in. I felt like I went into a different world, and I loved every bit of it. Wait, hold on. Serious question here. Yeah, yeah. She be making the fire pasteles. She be making the fire pasteles. Oh boy! I think I don't know how much it costs, but yeah, yeah. Let me know. My mom, you know, she sells pasteles. She got acapulco. She got oh, dog. Say no more. <laughs> um, oh, that's it. That's it. She got the acapulcos. Yo, it's over, son. Over. It's funny. I don't think I've ever talked about her like that hustle that she has. 
until it's, right now, like actually saying it out loud to someone else. It's damn, damn, because yeah. it's definitely like I feel like in our culture, we all know someone. The, we know someone that makes them for sure. Like I literally have two pastelas left in my freezer right now. And that's just like normal to us. We don't think twice about it either. No, it's just it's life. It's our it's like it's and our I, culture. I have to wait to get them from my family because my dad works with somebody in Tampa that makes a, a Dominican woman over there in Tampa that makes them. That's so sick. He gets them from her, and then I get them from them. Good Lit. shit. Good shit, though. All right. So back to music. Back to music. Yes. <laughs> Feels, yeah. All right. Back to music. So my parents, basically, merengue salsa. Uh, my dad plays classical guitar. Um, nice. So he's he's he was very musically inclined. Um, I was always a little jealous of that. I was always a little jealous that he was so good at it, and I wasn't. And I tried learning, but, yo, that is hard. Finger-picking the way he does. Did you start trying to learn on, like, acoustic or electric? Yeah, acoustic. Okay, so did I. And I'm not going to lie. I grew up playing piano, and I was I was pretty decent as a kid. Same. My, <laughs> my thin... Beautiful piano hands are not meant for uh are apparently not meant for calluses on my fingers because <laughs> I bitched out with the quickness on acoustic guitar, man. Yeah, once I realized I wasn't really that good at the guitar, my mom put me in piano lessons. Oh word. Um funny, I don't but I don't remember anything. Like I don't remember how to play, but I'm, I had recitals, I had a little Beethoven statue that they gave me as an award. So you could read music, technically. I used to. At one point, you at one point, music. yeah. There's a lot of things I did that at this point I forgot. You could pick but it up it's like super I think fast. So. I've been getting back on playing the guitar. It's also another New Year's. Oh, that's what's goal up. I have is to just be consistent at it and just it brings freedom. It's oh, like yeah. we were talking about skating. It's just something free about it. Yes, we'll we'll get to, we'll that. Get to that. We we're we're so we're ranting I know. so much. I'm so sorry, <laughs> I no. apologize. This is, I love this <laughs> shit. That's what I love. Um, so music, all that stuff. My dad was really into um old school music too um i don't know kenny g was played often okay a lot of a lot of love romance songs for sure ballads and shit yeah very very romantic dude um all right all right and then but my sisters grew up in new york so they were like raised in new york from the bronx so they're my my she's a younger but she's she's older than me but she's the youngest out of the three sisters she was into hip-hop r&b heavy on r&b guys so i I love R and B to this day. Shit's fire. Love it. Freaking obsessed with Joe to see one twelve. Freaking There's a different era then, man, like of just R and B. I just need that smooth shit to come back. Just makes you want to wake up and dress nice. Yes. And just like talk a certain way, the way you maneuver. It's wild. I still don't understand why I I was so intrigued at such such a young age, like being in kindergarten, like, yo, I want to be Rico Suave in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in oh. love, like, in preschool. Oh, man. That video is just ridiculous. Rico. Rico. Suave. I'm going to, like, I think I'm going to use that as, like, a. I have no drops for this podcast at all. That's going to be the first drop. Just going to be using that as a soundbite all the time. Man, but yeah, sister got me into R and B and hip hop for sure. Word. So what was like the first? The first CD I ever bought was all right. I was really into Coolio. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. It was Dangerous Minds. Nice. You know, it's gotta be what it's gotta be. A movie soundtrack. It's gotta be what it's gotta be. <laughs> my sister and her, my sister Glenda and her boyfriend at the time, Pito. 
took me to Camelot in the mall. And Camelot, you could go in there, listen to CDs, put some headphones on, just listen to albums. And yes. so I'd just spend most of my time there at the arcade. And yeah, Dangerous Minds. That was that was it. it changed album, my life. Album still snap though. Honestly, I haven't gone back. I need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back. I just remember the um that Coolio song as I walk through the valley. That one song. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, yeah I know that song. Gangsters. That one. Yeah. Fair enough. Crazy. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, had to do it for Coolio. Yeah. And then I was obsessed. I became obsessed with Tupac. Of course, I got Tupac tattooed on my leg. Funny story there, but. That could be another time. His face or no, it like just says Tupac. Oh, okay, word. It's just it just says Tupac. I'm true that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. There it is. <laughs> uh big pun. Um Oof, yeah. Of course. Being Sebring, not many, like not much diversity at all. Um I really feel like we our family was the first family to like move there. There was like like Puerto Rican. Yeah, I feel like all of our family came and moved there. And uh yeah, if you're probably a Rivera living in Sebring, we're probably related <laughs> for sure. Shouts out to y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> Much love Yeah, so to all the extendeds, all the yeah. extended family. So that's what I grew up on, though. And then when I got older, then I got into, like, rock and um, punk shit. And when I graduated, I started working at – I started working at the mall. So obviously, start working. I started working at Journeys, a shoe store. Oh, and yeah. they were really into, like, all that shit. Like oh, yeah. Skating and – Vans, that lifestyle, which I loved because as a kid, I grew up on, like, Tony Hawk. But look, I don't feel like any kid around me, like, skated. They used to make fun of me for skating. Like, my neighbor, I'm like, oh, you're into that little skater white boy shit, huh? <laughs> oh, fucking and tell I, me about it, man. I, just, I would just be in my, like, in front of the in front of the house just, like, trying to do an ollies and jump over shit, busting my ass, and he would just come out, like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just skating <laughs> i've talked about it multiple times on the podcast i've i had like a set group of like black friends that i'd play basketball with yep. and football with every day in my neighborhood and all that shit and when i started skating it was the exact same thing they're like yo what are you doing doing that white boy shit and they're like yo you have to choose like you can either fucking play with us or you can skate and i was like i was Whoa, like they made you choose pretty much yeah I was like, damn, that's fucking whack. I was like, in that case, I'm gonna skate. Fuck y'all. I'm skate and look where we're at now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I wonder much. why it wasn't like as accepted as before. I honestly honestly feel that when I saw it being com- like becoming accepted is when like at least where I was, honestly is when I saw when people started seeing Lil Wayne Yeah, I'd agree. Do it. I definitely agree. I don't know how the hell he shifted that culture. I'd say like he did it. I'd say one of the things right before that also was uh, not necessarily in, like, actually the the real aspect of skating, but at least getting into skate culture was that fucking song by the pack, Vans. I got my Vans on. Yes. Yo, because straight up, like, in Pensacola. People started wearing different shoes. They started wearing different clothes. Yes, yes, when that song came out, like, I saw the change immediately. Immediately amongst all my black friends. Because, like, everybody did nothing but talk shit on me. Because I was in, I was right next to Alabama, basically. Alabama state lines. Yeah. So, you know, I've either got rednecks or just straight hood dudes. That's it. That's Sebring. You're either redneck, you're wearing some Wrangler jeans a cowboy like confederate flag t-shirt you have dip in your mouth or your hood country as fuck your hood is fuck yes and doesn't even make sense yes how you're this hood yes but it makes perfect sense it's it's interesting too because i just went back to pensacola this past year for the first time in six years 
and uh, when I left, my my accent was not as pronounced as it is now. Like like I I speak pretty clearly now. When I left Pensacola originally, it was bad. So I go back this past year, and it took me like I was like I was like damn dog. I was like I need to like I need to <laughs> get my ear attuned to this shit again. Like I'm not used to hearing people talk like this. Goddamn man, that's not people. Yeah, it's crazy. And growing up in that, I always felt like I was in the middle. In the middle or like in some weird part that I didn't just see where the hell I fit in at all. I feel that. But I did for I've always understood. I was I've always been it's like because of the hip hop, I got into fashion. I lived in a country basically. And your MTV's coming out, uh BT, all these videos, music videos, we're able to see like music and the way they dress, the way like their culture, the way they live, and it's exciting. It's exciting to me, you know? Exciting as I see the lights. New York, the big city, California, all this shit's happening. And you live in a place that nothing is happening. Yeah. And then from that is how I kind of started, like, trying to identify myself with clothing. Like, so I wanted to dress like the rappers. I was I was rocking New York Yankee hats. I was trying to get the Nike uh, jackets and the Nike ring. Like how, how young are we talking? Elementary. Bro. Oh, shit. I Damn. Mean, I've had this mindset. Look, I like I said, I don't know if it's good or if it's bad, but it's very <laughs> focused on clothing and like it sounds very materialistic, but the truth is it, it it is, it was. I don't know why. It's just I wanted to find an identity in myself. But I just at five years old being in kindergarten trying to find identity sounds odd now when I look at my daughter and like I hope she doesn't have these thoughts. It doesn't make sense. But at the time that's what I felt. Maybe because like the family situation and stuff. Yeah. Um but I found it through art. I found it through music. I found it through clothing. So I tried to dress a certain way. I never felt like I had enough because I didn't have Jordans. My parents couldn't afford Jordans. And there's one kid that I knew. I feel like my thought process back then was, this kid's like the most popular kid in school. He's got Michael Jordan jersey. Mm. This is Michael Jordan at his prime. Yes, you know? that's very true. He's got the Jordan shoes. He's got the 13s on, red and black with the little... <sighs> Sheesh. What? Sheesh. <laughs> He's getting McDonald's for lunch. What? <laughs> Damn, <sighs> this fucking sucks. <laughs> he's got the he he's got the girl that I love. Damn I'm son, kindergarten first grade. Damn son, <laughs> you know he plays basketball better than me. Like shit. All right, I guess I just gotta just keep going. Try to get fresh. I'm, I'm hella fast, so I can run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, I just got into. I got into all that stuff, and then um, it's funny. I did not get into being fresh like until way later on, way later on. But I can relate. Yeah. There, there were no Jordans in my house. There's no Jordans in my house. I, I got my first pair of Jordans in eighth grade. So. I bought my first pair of Jordans in my twenties. I was never given a pair of Jordans <laughs> ever. I got. We were living in South Florida, and cause my dad had got a job there, so we moved from Sebring. He got a pretty good job out there. And then, I don't know, it was the first time he would take me shopping and actually buy me stuff. Mm. Like before, you know that Kanye line? My dad would take me somewhere. He'd say, if you see something, close your eyelids. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, that That's resonated. Real shit. It makes me cry. <laughs> Literally, it makes me tear. Like, <laughs> so true. It's real shit right there. And for some reason, my, my mom would always, like, try to buy me clothes. But it was always, like, hand-me-downs, like, payless shoes, which, thank you. Thank you for always, you know, Doing what she could do. We're relating so you know, much right now. I appreciate. Not I, I appreciate. She at least tried. She didn't want me in crusty shoes. 
Yes. But she couldn't afford Nikes, but she tried to go to she tried to get me something, you know? We're relating so much yeah. right now. No and idea. uh eighth grade, he would take me to Sawgrass Mall. We'd go to Burlington Coat Factory, which at the time was yo, they had Rockaware, Facts. they had a Nietzsche, Facts. I, come on. Had it all. Fubu jerseys. See, I wasn't rocking with Burlington. My mom's was bringing me to the good old TJ Maxx. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we had a TJ Maxx yet. It's the I same. think Burlington was the first thing I saw that was like that kind of retail. Yeah. You know. I don't think in Pensacola we had Burlington. I think we had just had TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. We got TJ Maxx later and then Ross and then Marshalls and all. Oh, Ross. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So he started... He he took me shopping. I remember, I still remember exactly what I bought too. It was a pair of Echo jeans, <sighs> but they were like washed, like dark, and then light wash in the front, like uh-huh. faded. Because I remember seeing R and B artist. Uh, what was that dude? Avanti, something like that. Avant. Avant, yeah. He I had, can I can read your mind, babe. In that video, he has like washed jeans, and he has like a. a one of those, remember those sweaters with like the turtleneck sweaters, super yes. thick? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. I wanted that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so I got those jeans. He took me to this other store that was like this cool, like hip hop, like hat store. Uh-huh. And they had Echo Marvel t shirts. And so it was like the comic cover on the front of it. It's pretty sick. And then the. It was a Captain America, not Captain America, um, Silver Surfer. It was a Silver Surfer one, and the lettering was in, like, bedazzled, like, Oh, shit, like Ed Hardy style? Yes, oh. but it was fucking hard. Black t-shirt, there's just, like, a <laughs> hard, thick-ass black t-shirt. Uh, the, the cover on the front, there's bedazzled, dope-ass colors. That's, that's sick. And then a Punisher t-shirt. That's sick. Yeah. yeah, there it is. It was an all-white Punisher in the front, Echo, with two guns. Damn. And then, That's pretty fucking hard. Yeah, and then he bought me a, a hat. A hat and a... What was the hat? A New York Yankees, gray, like, two-tone gray hat. It was, like, split in the middle. Beauty. Yeah. Beauty. I thought it was a shit. Beauty. I still have all my old fitteds, too, from, uh, from back in the day. You they know fitteds are, like, on the rise right now. I know. Crazy. They don't fit me anymore. All my old ones from high school and shit, sadly. They're all small. My my lumpy ass. You got some two-tone ones? Big though? ass head got bigger. Uh, I don't think I do have any two-tones, sadly. Any throwback jerseys in there? No. Thro- actually, I do have one throwback jersey. And you might actually respect this one. I have a, uh, I have a uh, Roberto Clemente jersey. Yeah. That's fire. Yes. Yeah. I'll show you afterwards. Remind me. Remind me to show you. Uh, yeah, that's, that's like... Prize possession right there. You're connecting with me too much, bro. What makes me re- even sadder, actually, he's a piece of shit. Uh, but the one good thing my godfather ever did for me was give me like this. Uh, he had this fucking ceramic Roberto Clemente baseball card. Yes. Wait, wait. Is it in a case? Yep. It was. This can't be real, bro. It was. You want to know why I'm spazzing out right now? Why? My wife's father. In his house, he's had it, I don't know how long. It's a Roberto Clemente card in a case, in a clear little case. Oh, and I think there's a baseball. Shit. <sighs> this makes me sad to think about. And I was staring at it the other day. We went there for the holidays. And I kept I kept staring at it. I don't know why. I was just trying to get inspired off of this. I'm like, oh, this is important. I don't know why, but this, this card, this person is very important in my life and in culture and, like, history. Yes, definitely. And I hope... 
whenever time comes, this is granted to to me. Like, I this feel is that to me. I feel that. Sadly, my uh, my thing didn't go over as well for me. <laughs> I either lost it or it was stolen for me. Pretty sure it was stolen, but oh, there's man. it's just as much of a high possibility I that I lost it. I hope this is and it was stolen, and they sold it on the pawn shop, and he bought it at a pawn shop. <sighs> it's just it's nah, that's had for like fifteen years or something like that. That's a frustrating one to think about. Uh, it's like oh man, I just oh man, that one hurts. That one hurts a lot. You know, this ceramic too. God damn that's it. That's good. God damn it. You know these things happen though. It is what it is. You have a lot of cool like knickknacks and souvenirs. I hope you uh, hold on to this for a very long time that you can pass on to somebody like your nephew. Oh yeah. Oh is, yeah. Never sell this stuff, please. No, no. I'm I'm keeping on to all of this shit for sure. It's I've, I've got too much cool shit to to get rid of. I'm very uh we're very minimalistic at our house, but there are certain things I just I hold on to and I've ho- held on to since I was a child and I have a suitcase just full of like Random toys. Now, see, here, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Random things. When you were, when we were talking earlier uh, before the podcast started about your house being minimalistic and how it's designed, like I was thinking the whole time, I was like, God, I just need more of that in my life, though. I need more minimalism in my life. I have too much shit. Like, <laughs> I constantly make Goodwill trips, and I constantly have more shit coming in here. And I'm like, dude, I have to stop. I it's have hard to, to get rid somehow. of stuff. That's the problem. I'll, I have a lot of T-shirts. I'm right there with you. That's that's the main thing that I have a, an issue with because I'll literally be like, all right, I got my trash bag. I'm going through all these shits and I'm getting rid of a bunch of them. And as soon as you start looking through them, you're this like, means too much. Yeah, you're like, but <laughs> this though, I just, ah, I can't let this one go. Then you go to the next one, you're like, I can't let this one go either. And the next thing you know, you haven't put anything in the fucking bag. Nope. And if it does go in the bag, it probably comes back out later on. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Months later, it's in my trunk, and then, oh, I need a shirt to wear. I haven't worn this shirt in a while. What do you know? (laughs) Uh Go figure. But see, that's why, like, clothes to me hold, like, so much value. There's just moments. I can literally tell you exactly where I was, where I bought every single shirt that I have. Honestly, I probably could, too, more than likely. Which is weird to think about. It is super weird. Or like pair of shoes. I could definitely say that about every pair of shoes I've ever bought too. Yep. Shoes are extremely important. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. People, are important. people at home, if you could see the sincerity I'm on this man's so face when he said that just now. And I feel that ever so deeply. You have no idea. I'm glad we're talking about things like this because coming on to this... I've been trying to figure out what the hell we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just have no idea. Like, first time I've ever done anything like this. Oh, like, no. Done a podcast. Or I know how it goes. I I usually, like, I usually interviews get. Interviews are terrifying. To I me. usually get that question from people a lot. It's like, hey, so what are we going to be talking about? Like, how should I prepare? Like, what should I bring? And I'm like, all right, bring yourself, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's literally it. Like, it's it's chilling for the most part. That's what I figured. I was uh, hung out with Anglish yes. the other night. Met up at Lazy Moon and we just chopping it up. Um, Shouts to shout English. Shouts to Lazy Moon. Shout out to, yep. out to also. Poison Suede. Yeah, for what? real, for real, dude. I'm excited. That's just guys. Fun. Be prepared. I've heard a little snippets of some stuff. Oh, you have? They are. Uh, it All blows right. my mind how freaking talented these people are. I just had Jay on the show the other for day real? too. Yeah, so 
we were talking about it. He he was he was definitely saying he was just like, man, like it's just crazy, kind of what's going on right now. It is, but I'm thankful that I've gotten to meet the people that I've met because, dude, I feel like you guys are so talented, like at the things you do, but you guys are doing it like so, like organically, like it's just who you are. I meet you guys, I get to know you guys a little bit better. You guys get to know me a little better. I think we all realize, like, yo, we're in this for the love. Exactly. I I was oh, going so to damn say talented. Like, I was going to say vice so versa. The, the same goes to you as well. Vice versa. <laughs> Thank you. Indeed. Yeah, man. But yeah, he said you'd make this easy. Oh just, yeah, <laughs> painless, painless. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think when English came to do the podcast, well, he's done it multiple times. But the the first time when he did the actual podcast, he did it with John Kendi. As the Chicken and Beer Collective. Oh, yeah, Chicken Beer. And they just got absolutely lit as shit. <laughs> I think they were drinking... I think we were drinking wine that day, if I recall correctly. You can you can go ahead and finish that. I'll have one of these guys over here fill my... Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, why well, fuck it? There's still beer in there. Yeah, why the, why the hell not? Yeah, th- I think we were drinking wine that day, and they got super, super drunk, and they... We're just talking about like pooping and stuff. Like it's just, it, it's which honestly, honestly, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. Let's be real. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty let's great. Not, let's be real. I, it may sound, you know, it is immature, but it isn't. It makes so much sense. It's relatable. Yes, everyone does it. Everyone does it. It's the most like odd thing that just it's so personal. Yep. And don't, I don't understand the people that shit around each other though, like couples that can do that. Oh, I don't. I don't Okay, see, I've definitely been that that couple before, and I think, yeah, I definitely have. I think going on into the future, though, for any, yeah, for any person that could be a potential partner in the future, I don't think that's going to be happening anymore. I don't think so. No limit. I've realized that sometimes you just need your your space, need your privacy. Wait, Wait, it's not necessarily that I care about someone being there while I'm shitting. I just think I just. I just want my privacy. I just I just want a, a five to ten minutes by myself in the bathroom where I don't That's have to nice. talk to somebody else. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. I could go into detail about this, but I feel like... You, you know don't what? have to. Nah. No, you don't have to. I do have questions, but yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, if you have questions, by all <laughs> no, means, no. go for it. Go, shoot away. No, it's all right. I'm, all right. I'm intrigued now. Now I want to know. Because this is a conversation I was having with my friend Jordan the other night about shitting from uh-huh. other people. Like... Oh, no, no, my boy, Matt, my bad. And I told him, like, you're wiping your ass in front of another person. Oh. <laughs> you're not forced to do this. You're choosing to do this. Never thought about it like that. <laughs> and then I don't know what kind of ass wiper you are. Are you, like, you sit down? Do you stand up? Everyone's different. So, like, this is very true. Everyone wipes different. I don't Wait, do you sit or do you stand? Oh, man, I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, do you remember who taught you how to wipe your ass? No, I have no Exa- idea. I have no idea how I learned. I know how my <laughs> daughter learned because I like my wife showed her. It's kind of like, and I, she's like, you gotta do it this way. But at what point did like it register with my daughter? So like, oh, this is how you do it. When did it register with me as a kid? Oh, this is how you do it. I did it right. <laughs> I don't have to waste the entire toilet paper roll. Yeah, exactly. Oh, let's run it. We got this shit. We got this. We got Hell plenty yeah. of these. Got four rolls right here. Let's Damn. use all of it. Damn, that's funny as hell. Oh, all man. right, poop check. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I just don't understand when people try to pretend that pooping is not funny. Like it's very funny. Like, come on, guys, let's let's be real. It's it's pretty it's funny. Pretty funny. <laughs> like, but I like humor like this. Yeah, exactly. I've got I've gotten this huge like Pete Davidson kick lately. I have no idea why. Pete Davidson is the, the dude who's on SNL, right? Yeah. Everyone always refers to him as, oh, Ariana Grande's ex-boyfriend. Yeah, or what did they say on him about him on Twitter after that? It was like butthole eyes or something. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, that's not that's not the nicest <laughs> like, thing to gotta, say. You know how to be mean. Yeah, I was like, damn. Cause it, yeah, they like were making fun of him because uh, he's got a disease or something, right? I think. I don't know. It's not very I fair. Too far into it. It's not very fair. I think that's, that's why they're doing He has some illness yeah. or something, so they were... Making reference to that, and I was just like, "Man, you guys on the people, you guys on the internet are brutal." I don't like bullies. It's my biggest like pet peeve. Internet's like internet's tough bullies. for that type of stuff. I think that's why the whole social media thing scares me at times. The comments, sucks. as you start getting like more successful, more eyes on you, you're more vulnerable to like <clears throat> people's criticism. That's why like, I like. I think the the best uh, route of action to take with that is what Joe Rogan always says about it. Is like anytime he has somebody on his show and they're talking about that person is discussing like an argument they got in on Twitter or something, Joe Rogan like he always says the same thing. He's like, dude, why are you why are you talking to these people? He's like, don't even look at your app mentions. Don't even do it. He's like, when you get to this level of notoriety or fame or whatever, you're gonna have so many people blowing your shit up with negative stuff and negative things to say he's like i don't look at my app mentions at all like whatsoever he's like i'll tweet whatever i want to tweet and Leave i close the app and that's it Damn. yep i don't that's look at boss. anything else that's a boss move he's like i don't read the comments on instagram I don't read anything i just post it done that is it honestly i don't know i respect it's easier said than done though you know definitely i don't know how i would be tempted to read but i know myself that i read something that was like super mean Especially with something you like, you care about or whatever, it would it would hurt me inside. I, yes, I don't want to be bullied. I was bullied as a kid. I hate that shit so much, and it's definitely brought me a lot of doubt and insecurities as I've grown up. And now I'm coming to more own myself and who I am. Mm. I understand none of that shit matters, but shit still hurts. Yes, and other it does. people knowing other people deal with like being bullied or being hurt, it sucks. And it's very like it's very lame. It's very lame. It's very whack. Very whack. And a lot of like. The brand has to do with that. And Penny Brave, a lot of it has to do with being brave. And I know it sounds like very cheesy, but being brave part is like just not having doubt in yourself. And when you do, just understand you're part of something bigger. Most definitely. And yeah, that's the name itself, Penny Brave, came from it, it's based off of my daughter's name. My daughter's name is Penelope Brave. Um, we chose that name off of movies, being sincere. Um, Penelope being you know, a little pig movie, little girl that has the pig nose. I don't know what movie that is. This girl, she had a pig nose, and then she learned how to Wait, embrace what's who she was. What's the name of the movie? Penelope. Oh, okay, word, yeah. shit. And so, and then Brave came from the the Disney movie Brave. I haven't seen that one either. She's the she's the, like um, she's a princess. Was like uh, back in the days, like I don't know, they were like warriors. Tad's a, a king, and they want her to be like a queen, kind of. They want okay. her to like compose herself like a princess, while like a girl should act and like very, gotcha. whatever it is. But she like refuses to. She just wants to be her own person. She wants. She's like very courageous and very brave and just strong. And that's what we wanted for her, like just to grow up knowing that, dude, you can do whatever you want. Like, don't let anything anyone says, words, 
do whoever you're going to be, you're going to be. And we're going to support you in all of it. And uh, that's what I envisioned for her. And that's also what I envisioned through a brand and for a name and how I wanted to continue telling myself every day. So Ooh, well, that was deep. It was deep. Oh, my bad. Oof. It was. It. We out there. Yeah, you, you done, though. Yeah, man. So what did what pushed you to begin the concept of Penny Brave in the first place? Mm, I, I was doing T-shirts um, way before that. Uh, I started in 2012. I started Penny Brave. Damn. Yeah. It's been an adventure for sure. But before that, I was, uh, I started, I started getting into, like, art, I guess, and, like, making things around... Uh, like 2006 maybe i was working at the gap shout out to the gap i Shouts hate you guys out to the gap I'm just kidding, i don't hate you but the managers i had before sucked they're just rude bunch of dicks it's like it's such a weird thing when you're in that corporate world of shit like that man it's just it's a whole different it's a whole different situation yeah pretty lame yeah also anyway. whack <laughs> but i met one of my closest friends peterson Garrier. Um, he's an artist out from Orlando. He owns Red Tape Orlando, which is in downtown next to City Arts Factory. Yes, indeed. Um, I met him. He had just moved from Miami. He's a little bit older than I am. And so I kind of like looked up to him. He's the first person I ever met that like messed around with like art, painted, photography, graphic design. I honestly didn't know what that really was. Photoshop. I was using paint still. So like paint DX, <laughs> hell DX. yes, <laughs> hell yeah. It's painting stuff like that on. It's honestly on what a, I'm, honestly what I'm still using. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know. And uh, me and him just hung out a lot, and I would just see him work constantly. He would talk to me, and then he would just always encourage like me to do whatever I want. And like I would talk to him, he's like, "Dude, you got a cool mind. Um, you should like do something with it. Like, let's work together somehow." One day, I don't remember how, but we wanted to print shirts. We just wanted to print some shirts. We didn't really know how. I don't think we looked at YouTube. I don't remember. If YouTube just wasn't as big as it was now. Yeah. And so we kind of just. Not the, not the university yeah, that it is today. We just figured out how to do it. We bought some blank t-shirts from wherever, maybe Joanne's Fabric. And we went to Home Depot. We bought uh, wood, like four by fours. We bought screen mesh, actual screen mesh that you use for your porch. <laughs> guys i know <laughs> listen but we wanted to do it learning we're curves gonna, we're gonna do it however we could get it that's yeah. how we're gonna get it right that's yeah. how we're gonna do it we got we built he built a l little screen and we stenciled out a design like with an exacto knife drew it exacto knife cut it out and then we got acrylic paint and we just painted over it put the stencil down on the screen and the t-shirt and just use a brush and acrylic paint knocked it out let it dry for a few minutes and that was the first shirt i still have a picture of it too damn it looked like i don't know what we were going for but it was a jesus head <laughs> it was a jesus head it looked right. like jesus toast <laughs> how, how well did it come out Dude, it came out pretty good. All right, all right. Honestly, it came out pretty good. That was in the front, like on the chest pocket. And then on the back, I, I made another one, like a stencil quote. And it said, again, I don't know where we were, but it said, let love be your first and last breath. All right. It was mad deep. <laughs> I forget. We were just getting into it. And it was just mad deep. And that was the first shirt I ever printed. Okay, okay. And then, yeah, that was the start of it of just like printing shirts and designs we used to go to 
oh, I forgot. It was like Monday nights or Tuesday nights in downtown. Was it Fat and Jazzy's? Do you remember that? I don't think so, no. So Fat and Jazzy's was a night where like you had hip hop, you had DJs, you had um artists out there. Uh you know Swamburger yes. and those dudes. Yeah. They'd be out there every I think it was either Mondays or Tuesday nights. And they would set up their tables with a bunch of t shirts that they screen printed their art on. And I used to go there and look at all the t shirts and I just I was like, yo, this is sick. They're all just doing it themselves, printing it by hand. Like, this is cool. So I would buy shirts from them. And then I was really getting into like streetwear. I was really into like the hundreds mm. and that whole culture. Um, That's definitely when hundreds was popping too around that Hundreds time. was like, popping. Popping heavy. Crazy popping. Because yes. before that, I was more into like, I said like the Echo. And there's a brand called Boss Paco. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the oh. days of all that shit. Those are my, around that time, those are my days of LRG heavy. LRG heavy. Even Wu Tang wear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My homie right out there, like, he was just wearing his Wu wear hat last night. Like, he's, he's still keeping it, still keeping yeah, it man. a buck out here. <laughs> and then, and then I started getting some more like, like skating clothing, working at Journeys. Of course, I'm wearing Converse and Vans all day. Yep. Um, and Dunks. Dunks were heavy at that time. Yes. And now at least see the resurgence. Like, oh, it's coming back so heavy. But the cost. It's ridiculous. The resale price is insane. It's ridiculous, man. And it's so interesting to me to think about, too, because I had this weird thing with Nikes as a kid. I I grew up, like, reading the Boondocks, like, before it became the TV show and all that. So I was reading the Boondocks as a newspaper strip. So Huey in the comic strip, this is around the time when Nike had that whole issue where they got caught using you know like child labor and sweatshops and shit like that across seas this is like 2000 around there and you know i'm like basing all of my mentality off of huey at this time he's all you know black power and you know everything like against the government and all this shit so he's talking in the strip about how he's boycotting Nikes and all this. So I, as a young, impressionable 11-year-old or whatever, I was like, man, I'm going to boycott Nikes, blah, blah, <laughs> Dude, I boycotted Nikes for like 14, 15 years Whoa. for no reason. And I was skating that whole time, too. So I was skating during the time, er- like the, that period as well, of when the dunks were heavy. And I knew all these dunks were coming out, and I'd see them all, and I'm like, those look so fly. But I didn't get any of them. So I could literally have, like... You held strong. I could I have... Respect. You held strong. I did. I did. Until I got to, like, 25, 26 years old. And I was like, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start wearing Nikes now. Yep. And then you got your Jordans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I started wearing Dunks and everything. And I was like, yeah, this feels way better than I thought it yeah. would. Oh, yes. That's cool. We um, I went with my friend uh, Jordan to Galactic... Uh, Galactic G? Yes. Uh, a few weeks ago when they released those um, those ray guns, oh. dunks, we were in oh. line. He got them. He got them? Yeah, he got them. Hey, shouts to your friend. Yeah, he got there. Did you get the black ones or the white ones? He got the white ones. Yeah, he I like the, the white ones. I like the white ones better than the black yeah. ones, honestly. It was a cool line. Like It was cool seeing that again. I used to do that before, but I haven't done that in a long time. I think uh, when the next pair of shoes come off, I really want them. I think I might camp out. They're doing just for fun. Well, they're doing raffles though, right? No, you just that was first come first serve. That was an actual line. Yeah, that was an oh, actual shit. line. People, he went the day before around two o'clock. Damn, that's the first time they've done that in a little while. Because all the other releases they've been doing for Dunks at Galactic lately have only been raffles. Probably gets super crazy. Yeah, they yeah, it was getting pretty bad. They're like you know a lot of people were just you know 
just doing normal normal street stuff yeah sitting in the line you know a lot of people smoking out there and yeah. things along those lines so you know it's right on orange ave so needless to say some of the neighbors weren't too happy about what was going on so they had to like chill out yeah. chill out with it so uh a lot of them have been raffles i got lucky actually on those eric costin sbs the uh like the raffle the baby blue ones yeah nice at galactic you still have them yeah, I got them right over there at the. They're right by the door, actually. That's what's up. I just wore them yesterday, uh, but I got lucky because I didn't get my number called. But I had my board with me, and after they called all the numbers, I was like gonna turn around to walk away back to my car, and they were like, "Oh, but this is a skate shop, and this is a skate shoe, so whoever does a kickflip first right now goes to the front of the line." I'm standing, no way. standing on my board at the time, and I full on did like a double take. Like, from the dude to my board, back to the dude, back to my board, back to the dude, back to my board, and then did the kickflip first try. Which, anybody who knows me knows that that is a miracle because I am absolute ass at kickflips. I am horrible at kickflips. The universe knew. Those shoes were yours. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those shoes knew. I felt great about (laughs) it. I felt great about it because there was a, a little girl that was first in line because her father used her for an extra raffle ticket <laughs> was getting was getting the shoes for himself and just used her ticket to get in line so i took great pleasure in walking in front of this small child and good day father. ma'am and I, was, I was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get my shoes now thank you i will get my size 13 what if she would have started crying like, oh her yeah I know, right? daddy's gonna be so angry <laughs> He was a small guy. I don't think he was size thirteen. I think he, he hopefully he got his size, but you know. Yeah, I got mine. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh we were talking about oh, music. Um, getting into starting the brand. Yes. So, so yeah, no, you're working at Journeys and we're at Journeys and then getting into wearing vans and stuff like that. Clothing, all that stuff. And then so I think I was doing T shirts with my friends. Just busting designs out and like just random shirts, mm. and but I always wanted to start like a brand. I just wanted something for my myself, um, but I, I didn't have a name. I have a bunch of ideas, just like most people who want to start something. They just have ideas, they have concepts, but they just don't know where to start. Yeah, you don't know like how much money is this going to cost. One doesn't. Will anybody even care? What's the purpose in all this? What's the point in any of it? Yeah, and I just got tired of. Keep, like I kept having those thoughts and I just got tired of it. I got tired of just wasting time. So when I finally like it was just like a sign like I love her name. We're going to call her Penny. Like Penny Brave just rang in my head. And usually when things is like stick, I say it over and over and over again in my head and I can't stop thinking about it. I know it's a good idea. Mm. Um wait, so was she already born at the time? She wasn't born yet. Damn. Yeah, yeah she was born in 2013. But the the name the name had been decided for her though also yeah and then you decided the name for the brand after you decided the name for her yeah damn that's crazy man I hope it works out I hope she doesn't grow up and be like why the hell did you put my (laughs) name on (laughs) I don't even like this (laughs) but now she's gotten older she's seen it she's she's been around this she always sees like shirts around and her name on things and it's cool that. She asked me to like print stuff for her. I was like, hey, can you put this shirt? Like, can you put my name on this shirt or That's whatever? Sick. Or she's like, hey, I want to give my friends some shirts. Can you like, can you get their size for me? That's sick. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, it makes me happy. Like, she's been learning how to print with me. Oh, uh, dude, that's yeah. so she sick. She printed a few shirts. You just, she helps me out 
people may not probably don't know this, but she does help me out with a lot of the designs, like picking colors or picking placement. Like okay. if I've done collaborations with people, usually like I'll show her the design and I'll ask, you like this one or this one? She like this one. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, so I don't, so ju- I don't like question. I'm just like, all right. At the end of the day, Penny's she got has, final say. She has final say because my hopes in all of this is that she grows up the something we do together. And if she ever wants to take this for herself or in any kind of form, like any way, dude, it's, this is yours. Like this is family. This That's is a family fire. thing, you know? That's very funny. It's fire. like a family flag. Like a Gucci or a Louis Vuitton, things have been passed on for generations, generations. It didn't start off where it is now. It, Supreme didn't start off where it is now. Exactly. Like Supreme just think was they just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, like, su- they've been doing this forever. Supreme was a small, shitty skate skate store. In Kids New York. around the neighborhood would just come hang out. Yep. No one thought twice about it. Shoot dice in front of the store and smoke weed in front of the store yep. and, and shit like that. That's that was it. And that's that's what I feel like. This is my story. This is the beginning of Penny Brave. Even it's been seven years. That's it's crazy. had his journey. It's had his ups, its downs. It's trying to figure stuff out. I was gonna say because when we we talked before, you did say that you took a break for yeah. a little while, right? I took uh, about three years off. Damn, that's um, crazy. When I, I took a job, that's a uh, sabbatical right there. Yeah, man. I took a job like to pursue my career, which I loved. It was amazing, um, but it was I had to stop doing Penny Brave because of the conflict of interest. Gotcha. So, That's right. We did talk yeah, about Yeah, I had to choose. Like, I had to pick, and I just felt like at the time I just wanted to, I guess, try something different. Looking for a career, office job, wanted stability with the family. Yep. Um, But the entire time, those three years straight, literally all I would do every day is just think about designs, and I would see something and just be like, whoa, I wish I could put that, like, on a shirt or take pictures with people or just something. I, I just want to bring something to life. And the only way I know how to do it is through clothing. Most definitely. Yeah. That's frustrating, too, when you're in that situation and you're only thinking about these things and you can't get the... It's like it's like a creative backup. Like, it's like creative constipation. Like, you have, like, so much shit you want to get out, but you, can't, can't, get you out. can't get any of it out. Yeah, and you just want to get rid of it so you can move on to the next thought exactly. or the next concept, and you can't do it because you're stuck on this one thing that you can't even do anything with. And you just keep building. You keep planning and planning, and eventually planning sucks. You just don't want to plan. You just want to do it because you have to work out those kinks when you bring it to life anyways. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so now it's been back for about, like, two years now? And I love every single bit of this. Love it. Love getting new experiences. Being able to do this. Meeting Something new I people. never thought I would do. Um, being taken out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I feel scary, that. Scary, but just say yes and go with it. I feel that. Meeting a lot of amazing people. Yeah, man. I was going to say, and the vision is fucking dope, too, man. Like, I think so. The, I, the designs are dope. Definitely, it's it's guaranteed. I can I can definitely vouch for the designs. Thank you. I appreciate that. When people say that, I always like you know I not that I shrug it off, but I don't like. I feel like I try to be uh, as humble as possible, but I do appreciate everything everyone says to me, and I take it in, and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like all right, cool. This maybe I'm not crazy. This may this makes sense. See, I I have this weird kind of I guess dichotomy with myself where. I love simple, clean designs, which is mainly, you know, like it's it's a lot of what Penny Brave is. It's like super yeah. clean, super clean stuff. And I do like very loud, boisterous stuff as well. So, but it's like, I, I don't know why, but you know, but it's like, that's what's 
draw me to Penny Brave is just because it's like something that kind of speaks to you so simply and cleanly, you know, like that is probably more yeah. more impactful to me than any like loud boisterous article of anything because yeah. it you know, you can have something that's super loud and boisterous that has an impact, but to a certain degree it's like a little a little bit of a try hard almost. Yeah. It's it's almost like embellishing for something else. Yeah. Whereas if you have something simple, yeah, clean Boom! The point is done. It's there, and it's across. Like I, I don't know. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's what I've uh, I've gone for. I guess. Um, it goes in with what you were saying about like minimalism. Minimal, <laughs> super minimalistic. I'm telling you, with the designs, they're 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 not the most amazing designs, but a cool bunch of graphics and stuff. Honestly, a lot of it. One, it has to do with I'm trying to get out my point in the easiest format as possible mm. like in my own head i have all these thoughts but how can i bring it down to like one quote one simple design just so anyone feels like they can wear it it doesn't matter what the story behind it is you see this like you have the the smiley face shirts and it says a beautiful life yep. anyone can wear that and it can resonate with them and make them question like i wonder what they're talking about hmm it is a beautiful life oh this, this is just a dope shirt oh i like the message it doesn't matter wh- why they like it there's something connected with them whatever or they take out of it yeah someone meets you the next day and you're wearing this they're gonna look at it and they're gonna say oh a beautiful life what's that or hmm you don't know at least that's how my brain works i see something somebody i analyze everything like if i see a cool like design or something quote they say something to me i'll keep replaying it in my head over and over trying to figure out what the heck like it makes me feel and that's what i try to do with the designs on the I shirts feel i feel that another part I have to do simple designs because it's the only means I have. So I'm doing what I can with what I have. True that. True I can't that. really, aff- I can't afford to bust out shirts with five different colors on it and mass produce it. Like, I feel that. It's. I wish I could. I have had a few shirts like that in the past, and they've been some of my favorite shirts, and I love them. But it's not but feasible damn, they all co- the time. Yeah. They cost me some money. I feel that. I feel that. One day, I'll definitely jump on that again. That's how um, it be. That's how it be. I mean, it's either you do something or you don't do it. Do it or don't. I'm going to do it. Exactly. So I, I'm assuming then that you have some, you had a few grander plans, some grander designs in the works then that you oh, haven't been able to, so to do then. My entire phone, my <laughs> notes are just filled. My computer is just filled with things that are there. It's kind of like it's a musician that has music of just... <laughs> Hard drives of music. I was gonna say, or like a like a stand up comedian who thinks of something and then writes it down immediately on their phone to to go and work on later. Yep, that's that's what I have. <laughs> that's what's up though, man. Because yeah. you, I mean, you're like constantly sharpening your own sword, yeah. pretty much. It's kind of like you said earlier. Um, people just try to bust out like a design or something with a lot of like stuff behind it. It's almost like they're trying to compensate for something else. Yes. Or like they're just you're forcing it. I don't want to. F- I don't want to force anything. Exactly. Because um, I stand behind every single design I've ever dropped. That's from the beginning. Every design I've ever dropped, I will still wear and I still love to this day. Just because of the moment I was at when when I made it or the people I collaborated with. Dude, this, I stand behind all of it. So that's why I'm not very – Um, you, you don't see me bust out designs or like new – product every single week or every single month i love the brands that can do that 
especially when it's good stuff. They just keep dropping over and over. Like, how yeah. the hell do they keep getting all these good designs? But there's only so many of those the brands that are mm-hmm. able to do that. Those are those are few and far between. Yeah. But you know, so I'm doing with what I can with what I have right now. Most definitely. But what's yeah. on the what's on the horizon for Penny Brave then? Oh, 2020. 2020 is gonna be so good. I really have a good feeling about this, and I don't think I've ever actually had it as good of the feelings that I had if I have about a year as I do now, because every single year has brought me some crazy shit. And last year was wild, but very much needed to get where to where I'm at right now. 2019 was like a, I'm going. I think it was a roller coaster for everybody. <laughs> like, I don't Yo, know. Did everybody feel this? Dude, what happened that year? Good God, man. Like, I will say, I will say this. The highs that I had in 2019, some of the best highs of my life. Yeah. The lows. Good God. <laughs> like good the god lowest of the lows man we were down there yeah we were not good to say the least man if anybody had it listen i'm with you guys whatever you're going through i'm with you and i totally understand everything you're going through any all of it it's real my face will tell you everything i'm trying to express right now it's real <laughs> out here yes yeah man and that's another part of the brand i guess too is trying to bring unity with everyone and everybody feeling like they're one like there's no judgment like people ask me all the time why would anybody want to wear something that says penny brave on it like i don't know i just hope that they feel if they are wearing it they're part of a club or a brand or a something of people that are are together they find some kind of unity together definitely they don't feel judged about how they want to dress how they want to whatever they want to wear they want to listen to whoever they want to be just do whatever you want. Definitely. Oh no, just do whatever you want. <laughs> so, 2020 plans though. Oof, well, let's see. I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it. Yes, I got indeed. stuff. I just I said I don't want to force anything. I don't want to like Usually when I don't force anything is when everything just keeps coming piling and I start dropping. Last last year the end of it was strong. I was dropping maybe I was I had an event almost every single month. I was going to say, yeah. Which took a huge toll on my head and my <laughs> my mind, because you know it's not easy when you have to coordinate and do everything, especially just, while working a full time job. Working a full time job, trying to take care of your family. Yeah, you have a kid. I don't even have a kid, <laughs> man. Like you have a kid and a wife. Like I, I'm here by myself. So Listen, that's that's a whole. Situation. See how I organize everything. This is how my brain works. See, I have this Journal. I, I give you props though because I honestly cannot write anything down in my phone. I have to write it all down. See, this is the man right here. Got to write it down. Explain. I'll explain what I'm showing him. My calendar of the week. There's this a lot. Week. There's a lot of shit in there. So usually my week starts on. Well, it starts on Monday is how I start my week. I guess my work week. Sunday nights I will fill in my entire schedule for the week. I put in my what I work. Then the amount of time it's going to take me to take, I get ready in the morning to drop off my daughter at school. It's when I have to pick her up, my time I have to spend with her to make sure she does all her homework, the time I have for myself, time I have for my wife, my friends. There's no lies being told here, people. (laughs) And then I like to write what I've done throughout the day, like, it's like recap to see where the hell I've spent my time and if any of it, like, I can use any of it in, like, designs or art or whatever. I feel that. I've got poor vision because I don't have my glasses yeah, on, but I saw one wow. large thing written. One on large there. thing just written. I said one large thing written that said no TV. <laughs> on Sunday, I think it said no TV on Sunday. 
I never thought anybody would see that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely saw that. That's the that was the one thing I saw. I have to tell myself, don't turn on the TV. I will get lost in a new series and just not care. I feel that, man. I feel that. Like I literally could have done a bunch of stuff this morning before the podcast, and all I did was sit watch on the couch TV. and watch soccer all day. That's it. I was watching TV. I got ready. I tried to do a little homework. I got some school. I got an essay due tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm in school too. <laughs> Shout out to Full Sail. Sheesh. Thank you for the education. Sheesh. I'm almost done. Oh, thank God. Shouts to you. Shouts to you. Thanks, dude. Almost done. Just almost just there. Home stretch, um, baby. Home stretch. Yeah. I have no idea what 2020 is going to bring. I'll, I'll be completely honest, but it's going to bring a lot. I've already I've been talking to a lot of people. This interview with you is going to be tight. I it's think some, some, something something will come from it for sure. Oh yes, something will come from it. I met up with Anglish about Poison Suede. I just want to support them in any way I can, so I feel like something will come out. It doesn't matter if it's a sure or if it's it's just a project. I'm gonna be working with people, and somehow the Penny Brave name will be out there in whatever form it is. True that. Um, I definitely know I want to travel this year with Penny Brave. I want to make my rounds. Hey. So. Coming to a city near you, hopefully. That's what's up. That's what's up. Setting up little projects and places. Yeah, man. So just be on the lookout. Meeting basically. more people. That's it. Be on the lookout. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Be on the lookout for Penny Brave moves <laughs> in the future. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it is now that time of the show where we get into a little heat of the week. Whoa, what's that? Heat of the week is basically where I just uh, I play some songs that I'm listening to that have just come out. Okay, that's. Yes, indeed. Let's do it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not terrible, not terrible. Okay, so are these just artists, like in general, like is it local? I is usually it? try to keep it local. If there's local music that's been dropping, I I try to go towards local over more well known artists. Who are some of the artists I sh- like? People should look out for that are local. That like for sure, like dude, these are it. I will say that this dude Ray Lobos. And another homie of mine named Sledge, he produced that album. Dude, Ray Lobos is an MC. They dropped this fire-ass project. Dope. Very dope. Very dope. Oh, it's on, yeah. What's it on? Is that like on Spotify or SoundCloud? Yeah, or? it's on Spotify. Nice. It's on Spotify. And then also, um, have you ever met Blue? Blue November? Because he I hangs saw, out. I saw you post about him earlier, and so I checked out his stuff. Yes. Fire. Blue November. That, I like that name. That That's whole that whole album he just dropped. He just dropped a new album called Stuck in the Swamp like <laughs> two or three weeks ago. So yeah. relatable. Yes, exactly. Um, it's definitely a Florida boy album. That is for sure. Uh, that album, dude, definitely listen to that. It's that's some that's just some some hip hop nonsense, man. Just yeah. oh, so good. Shout out to Florida. So good. <sighs> for Shout real. out to Florida. Yes. Yes, indeed. We have it. Like we have. We have it. All the creativity is here. It as much as I'm is. one of those people that constantly think about moving, I would love to. It's always been my dream since a kid, like, getting to move to New York because of hip-hop and just live that lifestyle. Yep. But I'm so Florida that I'm so I'm here. And it's also the thing that I'm right there with you on the uh, the child dream of, of going to New York. For me, like, it was hip-hop, skateboarding, you know, music, all that, all that shit. Graffiti, too. And then as you get a little older, then you start realizing, like, man, 
lot of money to move out there. A lot of money to stay out there. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of money to, to stay out there for a tiny, tiny area. Like a tiny living space. It's one of those things I understand now why my parents chose to leave New like a bigger city and move to Sebring or move to Florida. Yep. Because they wanted a house with a yard. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, I'm thankful I got to play outside and go around the neighborhood and feel safe, build tree houses. And <laughs> I'll say fish. the one that I struggle with wanting to move to, though, still nowadays is Colorado. Like, I would move to Colorado in a heartbeat, man. It's so fire. I'm so lazy here. I'm so lazy here. I feel so lazy here. And it's impossible to be lazy in Colorado. Everybody is doing something outside. How do we feel lazy, but we're so busy? I know. It doesn't make any sense, really. It really doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It's just like the flat. I feel like for me personally, I guess it's maybe the flat elevation. There's just so much hiking ability out there. You know, like you can go biking. You can go running elsewhere and see just beautiful mountains. out. Yeah, exactly. Like we're not. I love my swamp. I love my swamp. But, you know. Yeah. There's prettier things to look (laughs) at in nature than the swamp. All right, heat of the week. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna get in this little, you know, this little heat of the week thing and see what we got going on this week. Yeah, yes, indeed. You're about to hear the trap house heat of the week. You already know what it is. We doing the damn thing. Yes, indeed. Heat of the week. Shouts out to King Carlo on the B as always. Yes, indeed. That kind man to send over all the Trap House Heat of the Week instrumentals. Shouts to him. Support him. And I'm still waiting for that. Excuse me. Had a little burpee there. Still waiting for that. Oh, I got another burpee coming. No. (laughs) Still waiting for that new Roe King Carlo album to come out that they're working on too be on the lookout for that shit because that shit's gonna be fire first up heat of the week oh yeah let me pull up my little list of songs here probably got to do that so i can actually see what the heat of the week is right that makes sense first up heat of the week i'm gonna go with this one first actually i haven't heard anything from this homie in quite some time so it makes me very happy the homie Common has just dropped uh, some new stuff. Common? Common, yes. Oh, I know. See, another day. I, I'm saying, like, don't know why. I listened to B the other day, mm-hmm. dude. That's that's still one of the best albums ever. Eleven songs, short, sweet, and just fire the whole way through. <sighs> B so good. Anyways, he just dropped a new song, and I'm actually playing the remix to the song because the remix is super funky. Uh, the name of the song is called My Fancy Free Future Love. Actually, I saw this. Yeah, so My Fancy Free Future Love, and this is the Tom Mish remix. This is very fire, very funky. I'm I'm definitely about this. And just, you know, new common, like... 
can feel free to talk over these songs at any, at any time, too. <laughs> you can comment on them. Uh, is he going to start rapping, or is this right? like funky? He's going to start like, Is this going to be just be baby-making music? Or? <laughs> that bass line, though. Let's go on. We wet weather, wet the, the storm. Love comes through when we get it on. For real. He's just got that smooth voice, man. Like, so smooth. Your smooth uncle. It's interesting to think about, though, with Common specifically, because now I know him my whole life as, you know, amazing poet, all of this good stuff. Now I just can't get this idea in my head that he's just a John Wick villain all the time. Like, that's all I can think about now. That's it. It's hard to see, like, musicians as actors. And then when they become good actors and good movies, you're like, damn. I got this new book uh, called Supermarket. It's by Logic. Mm. Uh, he wrote, like, a, a fiction. Like, I don't know. I haven't finished it yet, but... I can't tell what it is, but it started off as a kid. It's in the supermarket, and he's a writer, and he's just talking about everything that's happening in the supermarket. I can't tell if he's going to be like a superhero yet. What the hell? But every time I'm reading it, I just see Logic's face talking to me. <laughs> like, I like your Logic, but like, I honestly don't know why I got the book. Oh, fair it enough. had a really <laughs> sick cover, and it just seemed interesting. So sometimes that's, how it's, to go. sometimes that's how it be. I've definitely grabbed a lot of albums before. From artists that I don't know. Yeah, and the artwork looks sick. I'm like, that looks dope. Art cover is important. Yes, it is. That's how I base a lot of my uh, my vinyl picking of like psychedelic rock and reggae and shit. Anything from like the 70s and 80s. Anything that I don't know, I'm just like, okay, this looks dope. I'm I'm grabbing it. Whatever. I have some really good like covers back then, especially on vinyl. Oh yeah. Back when they cared about the the artwork, and, like, really like, inside of it, like if you open the, the record, I love when that like inside like, like uh, the liner like, notes and all that, and notes yeah. and yep. thank yous. Yep. I read all that stuff. Oh yeah, man, me I too. Who they're, who they're thinking? Me too. That was like that was the best part. Mama. Better think. That's my favorite part about like looking in the album was like reading all that stuff. That's how I used to learn the lyrics of songs. Is Same. reading the CD, Same. like the covers, like the inside and all that. Most definitely. Half the songs now I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the hook. Got to put in a little bit of work, yeah. yeah. put some work in. But yeah. Shouts out to, to go to lyrics. Shouts out to Common. No, you're fine. Shouts out to Common. The name of the song is My Fancy Free Future Love. This is the Tom Mish remix. Just funky. That little, you know, little guitar picking, little funky bass line. Say it. It's like a summer song almost, not released in summer. <laughs> Getting us ready for 2020. Yeah, for real. Is today the 12th? Yes, oh. it is. Two weeks in. Look at you, on point. Look, let's go. I had no idea. Yeah, shouts out to comments. Good to hear some new music from that guy because uh, I don't get to hear any, any new stuff from him very commonly. So, Oh, wow, I didn't even mean boom, to boom. do that. Jesus. Oh, God. Everyone at home can, you know... You can stop listening now if uh, if that one hurt your soul because it hurt my soul a little bit. <laughs> Next up, heat of the week. I'm hoping that I don't butcher this uh, this name here. I think it's pronounced Wethan. Wethan. Spelled W E E. Excuse me. W H E T H A N. So I'm gonna go with Wethan. Wethan. Hello, Wethan. 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 Well, let's, we'll go with Wethan. 
Uh, it's a uh, Weathen also featuring. I think it. I'm not sure if it's the whole band. But I think it might just be the vocalist from uh, Starfucker. Very good indie band. If you've never listened to them, very fire. Very fire. They're like very, like poppy, but in a good way. Like like indie poppy in a very good way. I'm intrigued about. Yeah. However, this song is about to sound. Very fire. The name of the song is called "Stay Forever." Yeah, right? This makes me feel... Okay, so I actually just watched Drive for the first time the other day. I saw that. This makes me feel like I'm in Drive. I don't know why. Remind me. What was that movie about? Drive is the one with uh, Ryan Gosling. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The gloves. Yes. 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 That movie is crazy, by the way. I literally just watched it for the first time like a week or two ago. That's a crazy movie. I gotta go back to that one. Some yeah, of the movies popping up. I need to go back to the good soundtrack. Coach Carter, definitely good soundtrack. <laughs> Coach Carter, how did that one come up? It popped up on my, on my Netflix suggested list. Wait, Coach Carter's on Netflix? Yeah, that's a tearjerker for sure. Guys, it's over. Coach Carter's on Netflix. All right, this podcast is over. Uh, Coach Carter, get the popcorn. Turn the football game off. I'm watching Coach Carter when I get out there. <laughs> Not really. Anyways, I will be watching Coach Carter later though to go to sleep <laughs> too. Probably, more than likely, will happen. This is a shorter song, so I can uh, stop it here. Name of the song is "Stay Forever." It's by Wetham. But you know, get a little, little pep in your step, a little something to, you know, get a little dancey going. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Name of the song is "Stay Forever." It's featuring Starfucker. And like I said before, also go back into the Starfucker discography if you've never listened to them, because fire, very fire. And last but not least. Had a little burpee there again. Heat of the week, we have a song from a young person named Nez, and it's featuring Schoolboy Q. The name of the song is Wild Youngster. Yes. I need more bass lines like this all the time. Focus on the funky bass line, and I'm a happy person. Sorry, we're having our own little dance party in here. People at home, don't mind us. <laughs> Dude, Q, I feel like I feel like he does get a fair amount of props, but I feel like he doesn't get the props he deserves. I think it's because he, I don't view him as he's from what I see. I don't view him as being a part of the fuckery that happens. Yes, definitely. He came in, he's like, listen, I'm learning how to rap, making some money with a sick-ass crew. Yep. And he becomes yeah. really fucking good at it. It has one of the, my favorite albums. 
And then which one? The last one or the one before? Uh, the one before. Um, yes. Wow. Why am I blanking on the name too? Why am I blanking too? on it? Um, uh, something in contradictions. Hold on. Oh my god, it's so easy too. Because the last one, w- I know it is. Yes. Last one was Crash Talk. No, I do like that. No, not blank. Not blank. Not blank face. Blank face. Oxymoron. Um, there oxymoron. it is. Yes. Why did I blank on oxymoron? Jeez. Oh, I didn't realize he had. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I forgot yeah. about Crash Talk. To be honest. I missed this. Uh, honestly, I missed this blank face LP. It's good. Good. Oh well, I guess I I guess I got like the singles off of it, but I definitely didn't listen to the whole album. I just like seeing the transition from him beginning to now. I think he lives in like Calabasas. Daughter's like a sick soccer player. Yes. And he's like a soccer dad and goes golfing. It, but still, it, yes. And especially like when you listen to all of the early early cue. <laughs> Dude, really, really that hood, real. real hood gang shit going on there. Like heavy, heavy shit. I just always picture him like waking up, going to get, go get the newspaper, and just waving to his neighbors while they're cutting grass. Yes. Like, hey, what's up? Guys? Yes. He's definitely had. He's definitely had one of the best like transitions. I think of any rapper. I think like where where he's rapping over a beat like this now, and it sounds good. Yes. Oh yeah. He's rocking over it. Yeah, name of the song is Wild Youngster. It's Nez featuring Schoolboy Q. Good stuff, man. Very good stuff. Shouts to Schoolboy. Schoolboy. He's been holding it down for quite some time. Keeping it very real. <laughs> well, my friend, I think that's that's all I have to offer today. I think that's, Damn. that's okay, it. This is how you go through like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we literally just did that for two hours. Whoa. I know. It happened. It so be guys, like that. This is confusing. Anything I said. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that, you know. But hopefully, it wasn't super confusing. Hmm. If not, then what you should know. they leave? Understanding, there's one concept. I don't know. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're here for you, um, Penny Brave, Ariel. Yes, indeed. Or you can just call me Ariel. Whatever. Yes, indeed. Be on, lo- be on the lookout for new Penny Brave tings this year. For sure. Like this, I'm on it. Thank you, Steezy. Hey, Steezy's Trap House, Amazon, the link. Oh, what? Appreciate that. <laughs> Much appreciated. It's easy. You're already doing it anyways. You're already shopping. You know. Help the homie out. Shouts to the homie audio for real, though, for coming through because, you know, this is, it, it still warms my heart that people come to do this with me. So. Much appreciated, my friend. What? Yes, <laughs> you can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all of that good shit aside, we are done for today, y'all. Bye, guys. Take care of each other. Much peace and love.